0: To another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Once again, my name is Adam, and I'm joined as always by Dazzler from the X-Men the Arcade Game. How's it going, Dazzler? God damn it. Uh, I was I got, hoping you would forget about I that. I got right. you. I got Joe. I got him real good. I'm so Yo, good oh, yeah. at getting Feels him. I feel
1: super burned right now. You're
0: so burned. <laughs> No, you're Joe, right? Yeah, I, I assume so. Okay, good. No, I, I'm making fun of Joe because last night, Joe, we went and played video games at an arcade. That was fun, right? Yeah,
1: I forgot arcades still existed. Yeah, now they're fun and have
0: beer. <laughs> yes, and hard true. alcohol. Pretty
1: much the only arcade I, arcades I know of now. Uh, yeah, or have alcohol served at them.
0: They're ones for adults. Um, but yes, we this is the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast where we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day. Um, but yes, we went and celebrated our friend Skip, who you know from the main event podcast. Um, he's getting married, so congratulations to him. We all went out, uh, did a bunch of stuff yesterday, uh, did some go-kart racing, did some gambling, and played some arcade games. But uh, we make fun of Joe, because he wanted to be one character in X-Men, and ended up playing Dazzler, and nobody likes Dazzler. Uh,
1: I didn't realize it was each character had an assigned Coin slot?
0: That's how that game has always been. The it's X-Men, been a, the arcade game, has always been... a long time since been... i played it in
1: the actual arcade, because it's been a long time since I've been to an actual arcade.
0: Oh, really? That's Yeah, that's ingrained into my memory. Yeah. I think it's the same way for, like, Ninja Turtles, I thought too. it was,
1: like, you put the coins into any of the slots, and then you just hit, like, start on the character you wanted to play. Nope. But I was trying to play Nightcrawler, and I actually clicked on Dazzler yeah. instead. Or yeah, put so the coins in the Dazzler slot instead.
0: Yeah, so you didn't you didn't join the game. we are like, Joe, just press the kick button. Joe, just press it. Just press any um, so button. i
1: was just like, jamming on the controls going, like, God damn, does this thing eat my coins?
0: And then I looked at the screen and saw it said, press start next to Dazzler. So that's Joe's new nickname, Dazzler. <sighs> God damn it. Take the sound, Joe, of me calling you Dazzler and turn it into sparkles. Because uh, that's what Dazzler does. Just <laughs> take sound and turns it into sparkles.
1: Her powers suck. I know, and she sucks in that game.
0: I know, but she's a great super mega pop star. So good for her.
1: Yeah, if you say so.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you have fun at the arcade, Joe?
1: Uh, yeah, they had a lot of great like old arcade games there. What was your they favorite had arcade the, game? Some of the best ones. Ironically, the best one though is a more recent one that I had the most fun with was that four player pack like Pac Man versus mode. Pac Man versus
0: is fantastic. Yeah, that was fun as hell. For those that don't know or have not played it, you I think they have them at like Dave and Busters and, you know, other adult-oriented arcades. Uh it's basically it's four-player Pac-Man where you're just eating pellets, so that's and normal the ghosts. and avoiding the ghosts as normal, but there's three other Pac-Men on the board with you. Though no Pac-women. We need to get on that equality. Um I am surprised it
1: didn't have like skins of some kind. That's what I'm saying, like yeah.
0: Make it look 3D. Make it look whatever. Um, but when you eat the pellets, in addition to turning the ghost blue, as they always do, it also makes you and your Pac-Man bigger and then can eat all of the other smaller Pac-Men. And the goal is to survive and be the best at Pac-Manning at yes, the end If you're the round.
1: If you're the same size Pac-Man, you just bounce off of each other. Yeah. Both being the large or the regular, like, smaller. small version. Yep. You just kind of bounce off each other. But if you eat the power pellet and you grow to the larger side, a la Mario-esque... Uh, You eat the other Pac-Men. And it makes for some very frantic and very angry moments. (laughs) It also
0: makes for me winning a lot more than you.
1: Uh, I was uh. the best. I won the most games. I was great at it.
0: I love that game. If you say so. I do say I love that game. That's what I just said.
1: No, that you're the best at it.
0: I was. I mean, I played three other people and uh, beat them. So, the best. Hmm. That's me. Me being the best. Yeah.
1: What else did you like there? Uh, I mean, there was a ton of like great old ones I mm-hmm. uh, had fun playing. Um, <laughs> that, how about that Indiana Jones game? <laughs> oh, Indiana
0: Jones in the Temple of This Game doesn't make any sense?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had never even heard of that one or seen it before. Yeah. Um, and that was a very, very bizarre game.
0: Yeah, it's like you have to whip cages open to rescue children while avoiding snakes and bad guys and, and mine carts. And, and, and bats and stuff. And ba- yeah. And just, yeah, the
1: really weird Minecraft level, or Minecart level. Yeah,
0: it was weird. It was yeah. a very strange game.
1: Yeah, but uh, that was great. Uh, the uh, <clears throat> Die Hard Arcade game is always fun.
0: The Die Hard Arcade game was a lot of fun, too. Uh-huh. Because who doesn't remember those famous John McClane moments where he has an anti-tank gun, and he's blowing away bad guys yeah, in or, or Tommy Plaza. shooting
1: dudes with RPGs. Yeah.
0: You know, just killing regular dudes. Yeah. My favorite part of that game is the moments where it's like a quick time event where it shows the main character like running through a hallway and you have to press a kick or punch or jump to do something. And if you press it in the right time, he'll do this like epic kick or this epic attack. Uh, But if you miss it, then like, it looks like Charlie Brown trying to kick the football when like, Lucy pulls it out from under him. So it just shows you messing up, and it recuts it and shows it like several times and in slow motion, just yeah. to make you feel bad that guy, you missed like, dug, the thing.
1: Ducking underneath your drop kick, yeah, and then you just fall on your ass.
0: But when you land the move, it's
1: fantastic looking.
0: Mm-hmm. It's really cool. I like it's good game. either way. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. just a it's a ball of fun, and it makes no sense, mm-hmm. like a lot of movie based arcade games. They yeah. just don't make. Sense. Yeah. Now, my favorites were Tron. I love Tron. Yeah, I love that game. I. It was very frustrating watching Skip play it because I've played it so much that I was like, "No, you gotta do, oh, do this, do this thing. Oh, no, oh get ah, oh, shoot the guy. Ah, oh, no." Um, but I, I had a good time playing. It was the first thing I played when I got in there, and my pocket full of tokens went in Tron. Uh, and then I also every time I go to arcades like this now, I try to get a little bit better at Donkey Kong and Burger Time those are games uh, yeah, I never I played ever some, played. I
1: played a lot of Burger Time while I was there, also.
0: Yeah, they're games I never played before, like growing up.
1: Oh, I played Burger Time a lot on the um, Nintendo.
0: See, never had that game, so I always try to get a little bit better at it because I really like the games, but I'm really bad at them because I I don't have the skills pre-programmed into my brain. Hmm.
1: But. Oh, I played a lot of um, Tapper as well. I like that one. Oh yeah, this bud's for you. Yeah, it was. It's weird because growing up, I played Root Beer Tapper because. The like console versions of the game obviously yeah. weren't Budweiser like, no, it wasn't advertisements. A, yeah,
0: there's a lot of product placement. I played Crazy Taxi and I constantly had to be dropping people off at either Pizza Hut or KFC, so or d-
1: like Tower Records, or yeah,
0: just a lot of product. Placement. Yeah,
1: that was all that game was all product placement. I like that game a lot. Yeah,
0: it's fun in the arcade with the wheel and the pedals and whatnot.
1: I just didn't like it because it was a standing version it it felt really weird as opposed to like the traditional way where you're sitting using a pedal yeah like to lift your foot up and put it down onto the brake as opposed to just being able to like properly angle your foot Mm -hmm. that was very bizarre yeah i've never played the standing version of that before
0: I've only played it there at the oh, times really? I've been there before. No,
1: nah, I mean, uh, various arcades growing up usually would have like the sit-down version. But yeah. of course, there was always the console, the Dreamcast version.
0: Yeah, which is different, yeah. obviously. Um, I but, don't think
1: the Dreamcast version had as much product placement because... Probably
0: not. Probably It probably would have been more expensive to put it in every single copy of a home console game than it is to put it in however many arcade machines of it get made. Yeah. But, yeah, a lot of fun. We also did, like I said, we did uh, we did some go karts, but like super fast go karts, where they're not just like your regular, you know, super like putting along go karts, but these like thirty mile an hour type like racing karts. Yeah, that was a lot with of fun. NASCAR. Yeah, NASCAR in Connecticut. A lot of fun.
1: Yeah, that was a blast, actually.
0: Yeah. Again, uh, I was better than Joe. It's my goal. It's uh, to beat Joe at everything.
1: <laughs> only, only better than me. <laughs>
0: That's not true. I was better you? than Skip, and I was better than the.
1: No, I meant, like, you were always, like, just the one Mm -mm. thing above me. Nope. Weren't you?
0: Nope. I came in fifth the first two times. Oh, that's right. And you came in seventh, so there was at least one more person in front. That's right. That's right.
1: But, yeah, that was really fun, actually. I had a blast doing that. Yeah, you got to wear, like,
0: a real helmet and a neck brace and Mm
1: -hmm. boots. The the first time around, um, it was, like... You're trying to get used to it. Yeah, I've never done it before, so I was like, oh, I tried like to get the feel of it, and then there was two tracks and it alternated between the two tracks for the three like heats that we did, I guess. Yeah. So like there was a smaller track and a larger track, and the first one it was like, okay, you got to get a little like used to. The, just driving the, the carts themselves. Um the second one was the bigger track, but it was also a new track. So you're like, okay, like I get a better understanding of this, but this track is
0: Yeah. How do the how does the turns, how did, how did the turns handle? on yeah. this
1: one? And then when we went back to the other track for the third lap, that's the one where I just went like, All right, I'm going fucking ape shit now. Yeah. Like I understand how these carts work. I I had a practice lap on this track, so like now I know how it actually yeah. goes. And that's the one where I was like you know drifting tokyo drifting around the corners Ugh. and like I was taking like, like crazy a turns and stuff uh just bouncing off the walls mm-hmm. and like fucking zipping around people and shit
0: oh man i was drifting like crazy on that last one i loved it yeah, it was it just was constantly nuts. just pulling pulling turns it was great mm-hmm. it was so much fun my favorite thing about that place was they had an arcade there too but all of the games were racing games it's like i mean you probably have something else that's not just a racing game. And then they had that with that like keyhole game where you have to put the key in the hole to win like a prize, but all of the prizes were crappy. Yeah,
1: there like, were beanie babies.
0: Like beanie baby cell phone holders. It's yeah. like, no one's going to play this game if all you have is beanie baby cell phone holders. And a four in one gaming headset where the four were the four consoles you could use it on. Yeah. The two Xbox ones. It
1: didn't do four different things. No. It did yeah, the same thing. you could thing use it on it. four different consoles. Yeah.
0: The same thing on four different consoles. Uh huh. But yeah, no, it was a it was a fun, worthwhile day. We also did some gambling, which is you know, that's games.
1: You played the Space Invaders?
0: I did. I played a Space Invader slot machine. Slot machine? Yeah. <laughs> which uh the Space Invaders part looked super fun, but the slot machine part sucked. And I lost my money in the slot machine part without even getting to the Space Invaders part.
1: Because we didn't know how it worked.
0: Yeah. I just went like Space Invaders. Felt like I would give it a shot.
1: Yeah. Well, but, I mean, like the I I still don't even know what the criteria for the slot machine was. Like it just seemed like you randomly won at times. Yeah. It wasn't like it, it didn't go in a line. It would be like you know it would go down and then over and then diagonally one and then up and then over one.
0: Well, with with slot machines, typically, if you're doing like the the maximum bet or something like that, especially, I think it was pennies is how this like started, but you had to do 50 pennies at a time. Yeah. So that means there's
1: just say 50 cents.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But that, no, but that means that there's 50 variational lines in which you can win things. Mm. So like some machines will have that, like the line grid spread out on a thing that you can see. So, you know, like, all right, 50 lines means it goes like over and then down and then up and then down two more and then up one. Uh, But this machine didn't have that, so it was just haphazardly being like, I'm going to press spin, and hopefully I win something. I didn't. I lost $10. But it was all right. I was already up at that point.
1: I didn't understand. So the the way it worked is that you you did the roulette part. uh, Not roulette. um, Slot machine part. Yep. And in doing it, you would win shots with the... To play Space Invaders. Yeah, with. yeah. like Literally, like, you would win one sh- bullet to shoot in yes. the Space Invaders with your Space Invaders spaceship thingy. Um, I had no idea what the criteria to actually win those shots were. You put $10 in and won four shots. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you needed to get to 50 shots in order to actually play the Space Invaders part. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked like you could earn more because when we came and sat down, the guy b- that we were watching to play it beforehand, he would had, like... 70 shots or something like that so i guess you can keep like banking them if you wanted to yeah
0: it's just you then decide when you want to play like the when you have route. enough
1: that you actually want to play yeah um but yeah I, I didn't even know what you had to do to earn the shots
0: yeah i don't know i think it was there was an icon that had to show up in the spin like the ship icon had to show up in the spin and that got you one. Mm-hmm. so if i had gotten a thing where all of them were ship icons maybe i would have got it faster that would have yeah, been and there like was the thing winning.
1: that we saw at one point that It showed up, but you didn't get it. That said, like, just win 50 shots.
0: Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. So if that was in a winning thing, then, yeah, I would have just won 50 shots right away. And that's like winning the jackpot, I guess. Yeah. But then you still have to be kind of good at Space Invaders, which I feel like I would have been.
1: I Yeah. I've played enough Space Invaders. I think I'm good, but maybe once the pressure's, like, if I'm playing Space Invaders for money, I might not be as good at it. That's true. And all of a sudden I find myself going like, ah, why am I missing all these shots, damn it?
0: Yeah. Good thing you have 50. Yeah. But yeah, what a fun, worthwhile day, full of all kinds of different uh, gaming-related things and playing around and me beating Joe. Mm -hmm. It's basically what it boiled down to. Uh, But that's not all we played this week. Joe, what did you play this week?
1: Uh, I talked about how I bought it last week, but I didn't get a chance to play it. But I played uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. So on a scale of bad to crappy, how much did it suck? Well, I'm not an expert in fighting games, so I can't really rate it from that perspective of, like, how good of a fighting game it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not, um, we're
0: not asking you to put it back in Evo or anything like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, it didn't feel as, like, fast-paced or as fun as the, um, you know, like, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Mm. Like, the classic ones, uh, which were you know, very fast-paced. This one felt a little bit more sluggish, I guess. Um, maybe that's just depending on, like, the characters that you use. True. Yeah. Um, but I didn't hate the game. Like I actually had fun with it. Uh, I mainly played it just for the story mode because I knew it had like an actual story mode this time, a la like the stuff they've been doing with Mortal Kombat or the Justice games. Yeah. Um. So I played through that, and like it started off, uh, it started off not that interesting because it kind of j- drops you in like. I guess obviously in the middle, like it starts off and it says like day 88 since the convergence mm-hmm. and the, like since the two worlds have been merged. Um, and one thing I was very confused about, cause I was like, wait, so does this mean that like Marvel universe and Capcom universe are two different universes? So does this mean like Mega Man exists in the same universe as Resident Evil? I, I guess. And like ghosts and goblins and sure. stuff. Like apparently that's just one universe. I th- would have assumed those were, their own universes, and then Marvel Universe. Well, it could have been a convergence.
0: It could have been a convergence of multiple universes. So the Marvel Universe, the Resident Evil Universe. But everyone kept
1: saying like our universe and your universe. Oh, then yes. Not like, you know, it would be like Captain America would be talking to Mega Man and, you know, Mega Man would be like, when our universe is merged or like our two universes merged. Oh, okay. Because the whole thing is that uh, Ultron... From the Marvel Universe and Sigma, like fused together, and then they mer- merged the two universes to, like, kind of rule over them as one. Mm-hmm. And they kept saying, like, you know, when w- our two universes merge together using the Infinity Stones. Yeah. So I was kind of just like, all right, that seems kind of weird that all of these universes, I, I kind of find it funny that, like, Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins is existing at the same time as Frank West. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, you know, different parts of the world, I guess.
0: Yeah, one of them's in the forest, and one of them's in a mall. And Completely one of them's a areas. medieval knight. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, he's just hanging out, doing his own thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I was like, all right, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm not exactly like going to be a stickler for plotline here.
0: Oh, I am. <laughs> tell me all the plot holes.
1: Uh no, you yeah, don't have to tell me the plot holes. it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but like. <laughs> So it like started off, and it just kind of was like you start off day eighty-eight of the convergence, and I'm kind of like I kind of want to know what happened beforehand. Mm -hmm. Like it seems kind of weird that we're just like here and everybody's all buddy buddy, Um, but like farther along you get in the game, you start getting a little bit more background. Like as you get you know farther along in the story, yeah, you know you start getting like flashbacks and cutscenes and stuff. But overall, I thought it was like pretty interesting. Uh, You know they they did weird like ways of displaying how the two universes were merged. Like, uh, Asgard was merged with um, Mega Man X's universe and became X-Guard. Mm. And, like, Wakanda got me- merged with um, the Monster Hunter world and became, like, Valkanda. I don't remember what the name of the world is And Valkanda forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, and, like, I liked a lot of, like, the ways that the characters interacted with each other, uh, especially as it, it went along and, like, more characters got introduced because obviously it didn't have, like, everybody right away. You know, just all of them were there, but like at one point, um, you need to break into uh, Umbrella, which is the oh, Aim and Umbrella, Aim, aim and Umbrella, yeah, 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 you have to like break into uh, the umbrellas, really good... yeah, yeah, you have to break into their laboratory, and like while they're going there, it's uh, it's Spider Man and Spider Man, and I think Mega Man, I don't remember who else, but they're like going through, and then they're like, hang on, somebody's following us, they realize Frank West, like also broke in at the same Just time. Him. And yeah. he's well, he like snuck in to like take pictures because he heard that there was weird stuff involving zombies going on in this and laboratory. He hates zombies. Yeah. Very anti zombie. Yeah, it's it's kind of his forte. Yeah. But like, you know, the interactions with like Spider Man and him because they're both photographers together. And they're both pretty quippy too. Yeah. So like Spider Man's like, you know, steals his camera and he's like, you know, looking at it like, oh photographer, huh? I know a little bit about that. Yeah. And, you know, uh, the, the the problem with it compared to, say, with Injustice, and, like, the couple days beforehand, I was watching um our friend Tyler play Injustice 2. And, like, Injustice 2 really felt like a movie that was, like, tied together through, fight, like, fight scenes. Yeah. There were, like, long gaps in between fights sometimes where you're just watching, like, a very long cinematic uh, cinematic. And then, like, the fights really meshed into the actual, like, cutscenes very well. Whereas in this one, they were very jarring because sometimes, like, a lot of the times the cutscenes were very, very short in between the fights. Yeah. And then there was, like, a load screen in between, uh, which, like, really kind of, like, you know, really broke the pace. Yeah. And then, like, so the fighting didn't feel like it meshed with the storytelling aspect that much. It got better lot farther into the game once the story really started picking up. And there were a lot more, like, action scenes that they really wanted to show stuff. Like, at one point, um, they took Venom's symbiote and, they like, merged it with a demon from uh, the Darkstalkers universe. Yeah, it's not good. And you turn it into, like, it, it was a giant demon symbiote. Mm-hmm. And, like there was like three different plot lines going on at the same time where they like kind of all came together at one point. And I was like, all right, this is really interesting now. Like I'm really into this. Um,
0: I feel like it's gotta be easier with the justice though, because those are characters that work together all the time. Like, cause they're just one universe worth of things. So like it makes sense when you're trying to tell a story with Batman and the flash and Joker and all these other people. Whereas, it doesn't really like you have to come up with a whole new story and a whole reason and a whole way in which a Spider-Man and a Frank West are going to interact or yeah. a Mega Man and a, you know, Doctor Strange or whoever else are going to interact with each other. Yeah. Where you have to come up with that out of nowhere, where at least with the DC stuff, you can pull from every DC thing that's ever existed to know how to make those characters interact and how they would respond to crises or, you know,
1: conflict. Yeah. And like they didn't do a, a great, you know, for the most part, they kind of just went like, "Oh no, our universes are merged together. I guess we need to team up."
0: Yeah, to take we gotta
1: back stop guys. down uh, Ultron Sigma before he turns everybody into robots. Hmm. Well, is it fun? But it was fun. I was interested in the story. Like, I I thought the combat seemed a little bit more sluggish compared to other ones, but like it wasn't terrible. There were some pretty hard fights that were not really hard because the. Fighting was hard, but because they put weird stipulations in. Oh, like you have to beat them without taking any
0: damage or beat two of them without losing a guy. Yeah, like that. or
1: it'll be something where like they'll have an infinity stone and the infinity stone lets them do something. Oh. So like one time I was like fighting a guy um who had the soul stone and that allowed him to like heal himself. And I just couldn't fucking kill him because he was just constantly healing himself like over and over and over again. You just had to lay on him like non-stop but he would still heal himself even you know you gotta get good at combos for stuff like that i would assume yeah like, don't let up just keep hitting him you yeah. can't regenerate i know it was like super fucking frustrating but ultimately i did have fun like i beat the story mode and i was like all right like i'm just gonna keep playing like single player for a while you know Can it- you take it online Uh, I tried to take it online, but I don't know if it's just that there's not a lot of people playing anymore because I couldn't get into a match. The only thing I could think it was was it like skill matches you. Oh, there's not a lot of people just getting into the game. And there's nobody that's like level one. Like the only people playing now are people that are like high level or like have been playing it for a while. And I don't think there's a ton of people like just getting into the game.
0: Yeah, it does seem like it is a weird timing for that.
1: Yeah, so I kept like, you know. Doing like starter matches and like rookie matches and kind of things like that, and I just couldn't find anybody. And eventually, I had to set it for, um, like take on all challengers to yeah. in order to play people. And of course, I just would get completely annihilated. annihilated. Yeah, like I'd be lucky to get a hit in. Wow. Yeah. That good. Well, it's because like everyone else is.
0: No. Yeah. It's pros. Now. It's just all
1: they're playing. Yeah. You
0: know. Oh man, they must have loved seeing you come in there with their like. Zero experience points. Yeah. No matches. Ah, won. Fresh meat. <laughs>
1: yeah. Destroy this kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Did you buy was... anything else this week? Uh, no. Um, I bought Bravo Team, but I didn't have a, time, a chance to play oh, it. Oh, you brought Bravo Team. I mm-hmm.
0: wish I'd known that. I would have had you come over earlier. We could play Bravo
1: Team. Yeah. Yeah. I bought that and I bought Super Hot. Um, oh. even though Super Hot was coming free with, uh, Xbox One, Xbox Gold, yeah, but still um, VR. I want. I was like, I was like in the VR shop buying Bravo Team on the PlayStation. and I just kind of went like, oh, what? else is there to play that I would like to give a try? And I, I was just like, yeah, fuck it. Like, I'd rather play the VR version of Super Hot than yeah. I'd rather pay for the good version than get the free version that's not as interesting. Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm sure the game is fun regularly, but VR. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, I forgot Bravo Team would come out. I'm really interested in that yeah because I've been thinking about it look like and getting like the pack with the gun and everything because I had so much fun when we played firepoint um, but haven't actually been out to a store to look for it or realized it was out yet so I might pick that
1: up too um look keep an eye out at gamestop uh, just because I found out that the gun is super cheap at gamestop oh really yeah it's like 30 bucks for a used one. Ooh, okay. Yeah, because it the when you buy in the store, it's the game and the gun. Yeah, like bundle. So it's Farpoint and the gun. So if you just find the gun by itself, it's like thirty bucks.
0: I wonder how much the game is though. Like, is it worth it to get the gun for thirty dollars and then
1: the game is still sixty? Like, yeah. Much... I mean, if you don't want to get Farpoint, you can at least just buy the gun in Bravo Team or um, any of the other games that it works with. Yeah, I have to price Arizona it out. Sunshine or something like that. Yeah, I will have to price it out.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Fortnite, like, non-stop this week. I know I was going to play What Remains of Ethan Finch, but I got played Fortnite instead. Um, it's, it's so much fun. And, like, all my friends are playing it now, so we're playing together. You know, I won some matches. And then they introduced, uh, teams of 20, five teams of 20 this week, and it's utter chaos.
1: Wait, it's five teams of 20 or 20 teams of five?
0: Five teams of 20.
1: Oh, Interesting. Yeah,
0: it's only for a limit every once in a while they do these like limited time like specialty things where they did remember they did after I think it was E three, they did two teams of fifty. No, I
1: don't remember that.
0: Oh yeah, it was um I think it was right. I thought after. it always did that. No, it? it wouldn't have been after E three because they they hadn't come out yet. Um no there was at one point
1: they there was yeah, I, some... you know, I do remember when that was a mode. I just thought that was an initial mode.
0: No. Oh. No, it's always been at least as far as I've been playing, it's been solo duo squad so 1 2 and 4 and then every once in a while they've put out these like for a limited time play this version and this week it was five teams of 20 and it's it's madness because you want to try to land at least somewhat with your team or with teammates because if you die, you don't die right away. You can be revived. So you want to have people around you. But the problem is everybody wants to land in the same space as all the other teams. So guns are at a premium. Materials are at a premium. And sometimes you're landing and you're like, Shh, I don't have a gun.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and I need a gun. Because otherwise I'm just going to die. Granted, I did kill some people with the pickaxe just because we didn't have guns. So we just started hacking away. And I was better at hacking them than they were at hacking me. And that felt really good. But... Um, but it was chaos because like sometimes you just land and immediately die because someone landed a split second faster than you and got a gun and just blew you away because you had nothing um, so that that was kind of frustrating. but at the same time it was fun to like be there with your your team and working together and I'm also not good at building things still. So I would have teammates that are good at building things and therefore now we had little fortresses that I could then use for cover and things like that.
1: I was watching videos of people playing Fortnite. Uh... you and everybody else on Twitch. Well, I wasn't watching Twitch, but I was watching videos and uh, I was watching people building stuff. Yeah. And, and you I'm the same like I don't even bother trying to build. Like I just try to play Fortnite like like a PUBG, regular yeah. essentially. Just with the shooting, because I'm like, I, I can't even fucking figure out this stuff. But then I watch like videos of people actually building stuff, and I'm like, oh, like, it's insane. That's why I lose. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> everyone else is much, much better than this. But you are right uh, about the, the Twitch thing, because they put out um, a, a, like an analytic thing, I guess that you, yeah. could, you could call it
0: a bar um, graph.
1: Yeah. Of um, the most watched stuff on Twitch. And this is for like what, the month of February or. Uh, it's from February currently? to March, February 26th to March 4th. Okay, so just last week. Yeah, so just last week. But it was the top 10 most watched um, games on Twitch, uh, by hours watched. Uh, Fortnite is fucking killing it yeah. on there. Everyone wants to watch Fortnite. Uh, two, uh, uh, 20, ugh, 22 million hours of Fortnite watched.
0: On I Twitch. I even read that they were looking into if they had a bot problem because it just skyrocketed so quickly to how many people were watching Fortnite players like almost overnight where they're like these have got to be bots like something's got to be wrong. There's no way everyone's just watching this much Fortnite and they found that yeah, everyone's just watching that much Fortnite.
1: Yeah. Surprisingly, um Player Unknown's Battleground is down, well, I don't know if it's down or it's just that Fortnite has grown, but uh, PUBG is at uh, 12.1 million yeah, watchers, or hours watched. I remember... So, t- Fortnite is essentially doubled the amount of people watching Fortnite than PUBG, which is pretty crazy considering that, like, PUBG, or Fortnite is the, like, rip hastily off. thrown together rip-off game.
0: I remember when we, when we were talking about the console version of PUBG... I think you and I were talking, and I said like, "Oh man, that's gonna, that's gonna kill Fortnite on Xbox. Like, no one's gonna be playing it on Xbox because, uh, you know, you have PUBG why you, now. Why would
1: you play f- the cheap knockoff when you could play the legit thing? Yeah, and now but that I, I guess been... a thirty dollars versus a free price point is uh, more than enough to engage people. <laughs>
0: well, that, and I think it's just more fun. Like now that I've been playing it more than I would have been at the time we had that discussion, I I like it so much more. Like all the reasons I like it are still the reasons I like it." Um, you know, other people, like I said, my friend played it because it reminds him of Warhawk because it's just a fun, jumpy third-person shooter, and it looks cool, and it's yeah. I don't know. It just seems like more fun to the point even where PUBG is now saying they're gonna put out a smaller map because their players are like the games take too long. We want faster-paced games because Fortnite games are what ten minutes max, maybe like
1: they're not well, that I mean, long. So 10, are 20 minutes. PUBG they're because there's a time limit to the amount like how long a match can last. I
0: know, but I felt like I was, I was seeing something when they were talking about the smaller map that it made it seem like it could take
1: way longer to play a PUBG game than it does a Fortnite game. I mean, maybe the smaller one will like reduce it to 5-minute matches or something like that?
0: No, but it's also a thing where it's like you go a long time without seeing people, so it feels oh. like it takes a lot longer because you're just is running the, around seeing nobody. Is the nobody.
1: Fortnite map much smaller than the PUBG one?
0: It almost, I feel like it would have to be because you don't have vehicles and you don't have No, oh, that's a good point. Like You know, other stuff like that. Because the vehicles, obviously, you have to have a huge map to facilitate vehicles. Hmm. I mean, Fortnite could probably stand to have vehicles, I guess.
1: I remember seeing something. I don't remember exactly how true it was. Or I could probably be completely misremembering something. But I remember them saying that they were going to add, like, some sort of jump pack to Fortnite. What do you mean jump pack? Oh, like a jet pack? Yeah. But, like, you know, just like you could launch yourself up and then, like, use the parachute. Oh, they have that. Oh, do they?
0: Yeah, it's a jump pad. It's a, it's just like a random thing that you can get, and it goes. It doesn't go in your inventory slot. It goes in your like materials, and you just throw it down and you jump, and then you can glide so you can get across the map like okay. super quick.
1: So yeah, it was something about like being able to use the parachute. Yeah, because in in after the initial after time the initial use, drop, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. No, they have that. I don't know if it's relatively new, but it's 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 in the game now. But yeah, people love people love their Fortnite.
1: Hmm. So much so that there's, uh, let's see, they announced a um, phone version of it yeah. coming out. So there's going to be a, a phone version.
0: Yeah, iOS first. Um, there's a play test. I think at the end of this month. Yeah. Um, and then Android sometime later. So you'll have to play that before I'll get to play it.
1: Although I like, I am
0: intrigued to play it on.
1: The I've phone. played some of the phone ones because there are various other phone ones. There's one called like Rule of Survival. Yeah. Um. And, like, they, they play pretty well. Uh, they're a little bit more, like, PUBG-designed, so I would wonder if, like, maybe the cartoony version will make the game, like, be able to run a little bit faster. It's, like, maybe, maybe. not using as much processing power. Yeah. So it might run smoother for the Fortnite version, especially maybe if they, like, kind of tone it down a little bit.
0: I'm more worried about being able to see people. I think that's going to be the bigger problem with it, is being able to, like... I mean, my, I have a bigger phone. Like, I don't have one of the small phones. Like, I have... Not, like, the phablet or whatever. But I feel like it's going to be... I'm going to be, like, straining to see people and, like, putting it really close to my face. But I don't know. Like I I'm excited to I, try it.
1: I felt that when I was playing Rules of Survival, Um I think maybe, hopefully, Fortnite is more colorful. Yeah. So it might be able to make it a little easier for them to stand out. But, I mean, you know, we'll find out when it comes out.
0: Yeah. But it should be fun because it's going to have cross-platform. So you'll be able to play with other people that are playing on console, which might make it more difficult. But at least... You know, at least you're getting the same game and not a dumbed down mobile version, and you're only susceptible to other people also playing the mobile version, and therefore it might be hard to find, you know, 100 player matches or whatever. Mm. But yeah, totally worthwhile. Really love Fortnite. I uh, I have been playing Ratchet and Clank as well this week, too. Oh, yeah. Just because it's free on PlayStation Plus, and I got back into it. Oh, I'm really excited. Nice. I like that game a lot. But. Yeah, Edith Finch will probably be this week. And I just realized that Bridge Constructor Portal came out on console, so I'm probably going to buy that too because that game looks like super amounts of fun. So look for that next week. All right, uh, so that's going to do it for what we've been playing. So we've got a couple of big news things for the week, uh, one of which is fun time awesome thing, and the other one is a I can't believe we're still doing this bullshit. Uh, the first is the fun time thing. Joe, we got a Nintendo Direct this week. That was pretty good.
1: Yeah, it was. A lot of fun stuff. Yeah, there was a lot of good stuff that came out of this one.
0: Um, It focused mostly on Switch titles, as most of the Nintendo Directs do, though there was some 3DS things uh, sprinkled in off the top. Um, Some new announcements, some more details about some games that at least I know I'm excited about. Uh, But, Joe, why don't you run through uh, what some of the announcements were from the Nintendo Direct?
1: Um, This one was a a dual one. Sometimes they do one that's just like... Just a 3DS Direct. Sometimes I do one that's just a Switch yep. Direct, but this one was more of a general, just Nintendo, all-encompassing Direct. Uh, they started off talking about upcoming 3DS games. Uh, first off was a new WarioWare game for the 3DS called WarioWare Gold. I'm very excited for this. I love WarioWare. Yeah, they said it has like 350 games in it, like a crazy amount of minigames. Totally down. I remember in like maybe high school or middle school, I forget when it was, but when the
0: WarioWare on the... the DS came out I forget which one it was called but they used to have like the, the demo like, touch yeah and they had like the demo at Best Buy and I would just go sit there and like play that because they didn't have a DS and they didn't have the money to buy a DS so I would just play that and so like my friends and I we would like go on you know the things where we like you know go from store to store and do whatever and we'd all just take turns trying to get the higher score the faster score and various Wario things so I have that game now and I love it and I'm super excited for a new one should be really good. Do you like Warrior World, Joe?
1: Yes, I do. I'm actually really excited for this one as well. Yeah. I, I remember when they were initially like first came out, um, you know, on the GBA. Um, I kind of was just like, "This seems stupid." Yeah, what the hell is the point of this? And I didn't play it. And I think it wasn't until the same one, the 3ds one that came out, that I actually gave it a try. And I was like, "Why is this so fun?" Yeah, like I don't understand why I'm having so much fun with this.
0: It's simple and fun, and yeah, it's good times had by all. And it's an easy thing to like pass and share and do stuff like that. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, After that, they showed off a new game called uh, uh, Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers. Uh, which is a sequel to Dylan's Rolling Western. It's a game about an armadillo cowboy who does stuff. Mm-hmm. I never played the original one. I think I have it because I got it for free as a download at one point. Oh, um, yeah, Club Nintendo thing, yeah, from a Club Nintendo thing. Uh, but I never get it to try. Um, I think this one is a new way. Like the, this one's more of a tower defense game. Okay, uh, I which like tower the other one games. wasn't. Yeah, um, I mean I don't. Uh, sorry, yeah. I don't care. I watched the. Trailer kind of glossy-eyed going, like, all right, what's next?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, the thing is, 3DS games for me at this point are, you need to give me something that's a thing that I already know that I love, but a new version of it, a la the WarioWare or the Mario Party or something like that, for me to go back to my 3DS. Mm. You know, like a Pokemon. It's a thing you know you love. It's the new version of that. You're excited. You're going to play it. I'm not really looking, unless it's a dynamite new game. But I'll only find that out after the fact. Like, I'm not going to get hyped on a new IP or a sequel to a game I've never played on a 3DS at this point. Because I'm all about Switch. Uh,
1: so, after that, they showed off uh, Mario & Luigi, Bowser's Inside Story, plus Bowser's Jr.'s Journey. Um, I feel like they already re-released this game. No, they re—they re-re- just re-released, not too long ago, um, Superstar Saga. Oh, that's what it was? Yeah. Okay. Uh, which was the Game Boy Advance one? Okay, um, and looks like they're basically going to go through and just update all of them from this point. I guess it, probably up to the 3DS ones. Did you ever play these? Uh, yes, I played a couple of the. Are they good? I never
0: played any of them because yeah. I didn't get a 3DS till late, so I missed like most of the DS games and things like that.
1: Yeah, uh, I have all of the DS and 3DS ones. Uh, I haven't played all of them. Uh, But I always like really enjoyed them. Um, This I I find this one a little bit weird because this one was a DS game, and I mean you can still play it like on your 3DS. I don't really know. I understood the last one because it was a Game Boy Advance game that you can't play on a modern console at this point. Uh, I actually was playing Bowser's Inside Story not too long ago. um, Just as I was like, "Eh, I need something to play on my 3DS. I like popped that in and started playing it. Uh, Yeah, so I don't know why they would bother with this one. You would think you know
0: that new bowser jr content i assume is the only reason why
1: yeah i mean from I, from what i saw it definitely does look a lot better so they definitely updated the, like the graphics and the design of everything and they did the same thing where they add like the bonus story mode for the last one as well yeah um but still it just seems weird that you would do this on one that's still like pretty really re- like readily available
0: well, I mean, I don't know that it's readily available, but it's playable still. Yeah, like, I don't know how many copies are floating around and exist in the
1: world, but I'm sure they're probably easy to find at GameStop.
0: Do they still sell original DS games at GameStop? I don't think they do.
1: Oh, well, maybe that's maybe that's the problem.
0: But I mean, there is a retro video game store in every city block. So yeah, true. In most places, yeah. I think in big rural, not you know, not rural areas, but. Big suburban places. Plus, we get to figure out the the backstory of Bowser Jr. So it's we figure out where babies come from in the, mar- the Mushroom Kingdom. That's pretty cool, right? You excited for that?
1: Yeah, no, no not at all. You don't
0: want to know where babies come well, from this, in the is Mushroom this where Kingdom? He
1: explains where babies come from?
0: No, I think they, I, in the trailer they made it seem like you figure out like where Bowser Jr. came from or oh. something like that.
1: Oh, that'd uh, uh, be interested. They would never really explained that. Like, no. who's the mom? He seems to think Peach is his mom. I mean, it does get kidnapped a lot. Uh, Spend a lot of time there.
0: They did almost get married last year.
1: Yeah. You don't know the Stockholm Syndrome effects that happen inside the Mushroom Kingdom. That's true. So we'll look for that soon. Yeah. Uh, I might give this a try. Like I said, I was playing it, so fuck it. I might as well get the updated version. Um, After that, they showed off uh, actual footage for the Detective Pikachu game. Uh, I still don't know what the game is. See, to me, it was confusing
0: because I just assumed, like, Detective Pikachu was the Pikachu I knew, but he was... It was
1: Ash's Pikachu? Yeah,
0: but he just became a detective somehow, but, like... And then it was like, oh, wait, no, there's other Pikachus that exist Yeah, there's a million other Pikachus out there. Yeah, and this one talks and has a detective
1: hat and doesn't sound like Ryan Reynolds yet. No, I guess probably they couldn't get him from the game that's only for the movie.
0: Yeah. Well, the game is just an English translation of the game that already came out in Japan, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... No, he's just gonna be in the movie, and then he'll be in the movie version of the game or whatever. Or the whatever. game version of the movie that will yeah, probably come sequel out.
1: Sequel or something. I do yeah. um, But yeah, I still don't know what the game is. Like the whole trailer was just solving crimes. It, yeah, but like the trailer was just him. Like it looked like cutscenes. It was him being like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a hard, gruff Pikachu solving yeah. crimes." I sure. thought it was kind of cute when he was like, swift attack, and he ran like five feet, and then went like, oh, God, I'm too old for this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there'll be fun detective tropes and things like that. In yeah, there. it
1: definitely looked like it was a lot of those. But I, like, I, is this a Phoenix Wright game or something? I
0: don't know. I don't know what the gameplay's like. Hmm. It, it's also something I'm not going to play. Like, Yeah, true. I'm a big fan of like you know de- taking the tropes of detective things and putting them in other things. Like That could be really fun, but I'm not a big Pokemon person, so I think that kind of takes me right out of it.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, and then they showed off the, uh, large Detective Pikachu Amiibo. Yeah. Which is like pretty big. It looked oh, yeah, like it was huge. like five or six inches tall or something like that. It's a big, it's a big boy. Yeah. it's a big Pikachu. Um, and they didn't, did they say what it did?
0: Uh, I don't remember no. that. I, Again, this is one of those ones where I was like, all right, can we get to the Switch things please?
1: Yeah. Uh, and then after Detective Pikachu, the last thing they showed off for the 3DS was a remake of Luigi's Mansion.
0: Which is weird. I mean, I get that the sequel is on 3ds, but I feel like just put it on Switch.
1: Yeah, that's true. Maybe they were just like, look, we got all the like assets and programs for the 3ds, and we don't need to remake them at that point.
0: Maybe. Yeah, I, I'm just surprised. Like, I get it because the sequel's there, and now you can own both on like your 3DS. a Switch version
1: of both of them would be nice. Yeah, like if the- they did like a, a Luigi's Mansion double pack on the Switch. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be very difficult to do, I would assume. Yeah. Well. I'm trying to remember how much the 3DS version used, like... What, uh, no, it has the same motion controls and shit in it.
0: Yeah, and it has a touchscreen, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do that. What the <laughs> hell? Assholes. But either way, I'll probably still pick that up because I love the Luigi's Mansion games. Still never played them. Uh, they're good. Uh, and then they moved on to the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, got a lot of stuff for Nintendo Switch that they showed off this time. Uh, starting off with uh, Kirby Star Allies, something we already knew was coming. That comes out Friday? uh the 16th so yeah friday
0: yeah you gonna uh, pick it up on day one
1: you're gonna wait uh i don't know well i mean they don't go down in price no so i, I might as well like i'm kind of at the point where like a lot of stuff coming out i'm like i can wait to get that i don't need to buy that day one yeah but uh, the nintendo games never go down in price so i'm gonna wait well for reviews at least
0: because yeah like, maybe that because i like kirby and i like kirby games but some of them are not good like i played the what was the like the rainbow rider one on wii u and that one was weird and i really like it
1: yeah um so but this one looks like it's just a traditional yeah with like a new mechanic kind of thing yeah with the four like players and weird stuff one. yeah, yeah. I um, i'm gonna wait for it yeah and then this one they showed off the dream friends mechanic which is other characters from various kirby games being like playable characters in it so and like they're ddd Knight and waddle d uh, and they said that they were going to keep doing free updates of the game to add more characters that you could play as the Dream Friends. Yeah. So I think you can have DLC. just four Kirbys if you want, or you can have, like, other characters to play as. Yeah, so
0: it's, like, from Dreamland 2 and all the other, like, various, like, Kirby games over the years. So yeah. That's pretty cool for Kirby diehards.
1: Yep. Uh, after that, uh, Okami, uh, the HD version coming to the Switch. That's not surprising. It just got released on the uh, Xbox and PlayStation yeah. not too long ago. So. I'm sure it was bound to happen. Yeah, I'm not too I jazzed played, about that. I've never played Okami. I, I know hear it's, it's supposed to be great, yeah, but I just, it just never interested me. No, me either. Uh after that was a new game called Sushi Striker: The Way of Shushido. I was
0: which, only half paying attention to this. So, what what is this game?
1: I I couldn't really it it's it looks like it's just like a type of match 3 puzzle game. Mm. Which was surprising because it starts off with, like, a cut scene that looks very, like, anime-like. And I was kind of like, oh, interesting. What's this going to be? And it's like, oh, you're, like, a wayward sushi samurai, like, going out to do all this stuff. I'm like, eh, this could be, like, kind of interesting. And then they, like, showed the actual gameplay. And it was just a, like, Edge a type right. mastery puzzle yep. game thing. And I went, oh, this didn't go the way I was thinking it was going to go. Le- I'm not interested in anymore. Yeah,
0: took me right out of it. Thanks a lot.
1: Yeah. So uh, after that, uh, oh, that was going to be out on June 8th, Um, and after that, they showed off uh, more stuff for uh, Octopath Traveler, which originally they said that wasn't the official name of the game, but now it looks like it's the official name of the game. Definitely the official name of the game. Yeah. Uh, They showed off uh, two new characters for the game. I guess there's eight characters, which is the Octopath.
0: Oh, okay. That makes sense.
1: Uh, I was expecting it to be something about Octopi, but nope, it's just eight people going down different their paths. Their own paths, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, the game will be out on July 13th, and they showed off the special edition of the game, which looked really cool. What's in the special edition? Uh, I don't really remember what was in the special edition, but I know it comes with a like pop-up book-esque type display box. Oh, that's cool! Yeah, that had um, all of the characters like sitting around a, a table and like a pop-up looking bar thing. It looked very, uh, pretty, really cool design thing. Like I, I looked at good that for and the I went, shelf. I looked at that and I was like, "That's gonna look good on a shelf." And yeah. I was interested in getting this game because I like like old school retro JRPG stuff. Yeah. So I was like, I was already into the game, and they showed off that, and I was like, "Oh, that's gonna look good <laughs> as a display piece. Nice. I'm down." um then they showed off uh gameplay footage for the sequel for no more heroes okay uh travis strikes again yep um
0: i never played the first one
1: uh i didn't play either of the first one or the second one this is the third one this this is the third one yeah
0: oh yeah that's right there was two on the wii right yeah
1: Yeah. it was just no more heroes and then like uh travis strikes back no that's this
0: one i thought what's this one called
1: this one's Travis Strikes Again. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think the I think the second one was Travis Travis Strikes Back. I could be wrong. I didn't play him. Yeah. I mean, it and it looked I'm, cool but it looked cool but I was like it doesn't look like anything I would want to play. No. And it doesn't look like the way that they originally looked either. Well, it, like, variously. This one looks... Because in this one, he, like, travels into a video game world. Yeah. And, like, has to go and play, like, various different video game-esque things. Yeah. Like, at each end... the end of each one of them is, like, the boss of that game that he has to beat. And it looked like it changed things, depending on other ones, but... um, I remember the other one being like an over-the-shoulder type of – or like a behind-the-character type of thing. And this one like looked like it was a lot more isometric stuff or it was mm. like high above the character running around.
0: Well, I guess it it depends on which world you're in because I yeah. heard something where like the Hotline Miami guys were working on this too, like to make a level for it or to help design a level or something. So That, that would might be interesting be...
1: if they got different developers to make like each one of the different levels. I'm going
0: to look that up because I feel like I heard that or read that somewhere this week. And It definitely
1: did look like it had almost kind of a touch of Hotline Miami-esque Hotline. stuff in some of the pictures I saw. But then there were other ones that showed like the classic gameplay during the trailer. So it just looks like there's a bunch of different ways to play the game. Or like each world kind of has its own way.
0: Oh yeah, so uh, No More Heroes. Let's see. I'm pulling it up. So yeah, No More Heroes, Travis Strikes Again uh features I saw it in the preview but not in the article. Um hold on. I'm trying to find it. Oh yeah. Um so Hotline Miami is one of the things. There's also Shovel Knight uh inspired things and it looks like they are working with those people.
1: Yeah, oh, interesting.
0: Yeah. Hotline Miami uh will be one of the challenges. Uh and then Shovel Knight would also be included during a live stream. So yeah, that's from last year mm, cool so yeah it's going to take on the different characteristics of those games which is a pretty cool idea and might be more worthwhile playing it now that i know yeah that
1: also it's like Miami. yeah yeah uh after that uh they showed off some footage for the dark souls remastered for the nintendo switch mm-hmm. you gonna uh, get that I don't think I'm going to get on the Switch. It just doesn't seem like the kind of thing that I'd want to play on the Switch.
0: But are you going to get the
1: Amiibo? Uh, that I'm definitely going to get, Okay. Though. Yeah, so they showed uh, the Soler of Astoria uh, Amiibo that's coming out with the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember if they... Oh, they, it basically just adds the Praise the Sun.
0: Yeah, you, whenever you use it, you automatically do the Praise the Sun gesture. Yeah. Which I guess is... A th- I that's, never played Dark Souls. But I because that's just in Dark Souls. But I, from what I understand, you don't necessarily... like. You can... Play the game without getting that gesture or earning yes, it, you, or it or finding it or Yes, you get gestures whatever. in the game. Yeah. Like you
1: find them as you play. Yeah.
0: So if you're someone who would played it the first time and never got that gesture, now you don't have to because yeah. it's there all the time.
1: But if you're somebody who knows where it is in the actual game because they did play it and they get there and now it's not there and they got to buy the amiibo...
0: I don't think it'll be like that. I think it'll just be
1: the game will be the
0: same, mm. and then you could just have the amiibo. Additionally, but you're going to get the amiibo. And it's going to go on your amiibo. Oh yeah, shelf. it's definitely
1: going with my amiibo shelf. And maybe I'll pick up the game like later on. But uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's meant for the Switch to me.
0: Will it go on your amiibo shelf or your Dark Souls shelf? Do you have a Dark Souls shelf?
1: There's not a lot of Dark Souls merch out there. Mm. No
0: statues or collector's edition. There's a ton of the statues,
1: but I don't like statues. There was an action figure that was shown off. Um, but no, like, release date. Got it. Uh, there is the Bloodborne Hunter coming out as an action figure. That mm. looks really good. Um, so I'm excited to get that. But as for, like, actual figures, not a lot of them, unfortunately. Bummer. Yeah. But, yeah, you're totally uh, going to get the, uh, the the Amiibo for that one. Absolutely um after that was one of the big games uh they showed off the new mario tennis so excited for this game this game looks really fucking good it's so cool and it looks really fucking good because at first they were like mario tennis and i kind of went like "Eh?" and then i remembered mario tennis for the wii u and i went
0: "Uh." yeah yeah we talked about this when they first announced it like i forgot that game on the wii u even came out because it was so bad like i just (laughs) scrubbed it from my memory
1: i was so excited i bought it day one it was terrible yeah, but this one has
0: all kinds of power-ups and special things, and it looked like it's a lot more in-depth. Game modes, which yeah. the other
1: one had, like, none of. It yeah. was pretty much just, like, do you want to play against the computer or do you want to play against another person? That's it.
0: Yeah. No, this one looks like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, they it showed off uh, all sorts of new mechanics, like the ability to kind of, like, slow down time for weird precision shots where you get to, like, aim on the court exactly where you want to shoot it. Uh, there was, uh, like, a crazy dodge moves, and this one you have... Um, uh, like an energy bar And you can do special moves As long as you have energy In the energy bar Yep But once you run out You're screwed So it's like yeah. You
0: automatically forfeit If you run out of energy
1: Oh is it that you automatically forfeit I think
0: so Because I think at one point It showed like Mario Sitting That's on you're the ground That's right It did he, he ran
1: out And then he just kind of like Collapsed and was like I quit
0: Yeah Your racket also can take damage So like if your and racket broken. breaks If your racket breaks And you don't have backup rackets Then you automatically lose too So there's like An extra bit of strategy On top of the tennis so I'm I'm super in for this game. I'm really excited for it. And yeah. this video is like even more stuff. I just like I want it now. Uh, Do we have okay. a release date yet?
1: Uh June 22nd. It's so soon but so yeah. far away. Yeah. I was certain that I mean yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's it's a little while away, but I was Th- 3 months. But yeah, but uh, I was thinking about how like it seems like things have really kind of slowed down for the Switch as opposed to the last year where it seemed like every month there was like a big game that came out.
0: Yeah, but I mean we're starting that with kirby and then there's stuff
1: yeah that's what i'm saying like this this one i was i was thinking like i feel like there's nothing coming out but all of a sudden i was like oh no there's like a ton of stuff coming out yeah it just kind of like all showed up at once um after uh mario tennis was a new captain toad game coming out for the switch i like the captain toad game on it's, the 3ds it's not new it's the wii u one repackaged i think it's Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. Oh, you're right. Okay, yeah. So it is that one, but it has new levels.
0: Yes. It has Odyssey-inspired levels, like New Donk City and other things like that. Um, I was listening to a thing after afterwards where they were talking about, like, wouldn't it be cool if it was, like, a crossover of sorts where you meet up with Mario to give him a moon in Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker? Because when you meet Captain Toad in Odyssey, he's wearing his Captain Toad like outfit, mm-hmm. it'd be cool if it, like at one point you have to do this thing in New Donk City and Mario runs up to you and he's like, hey, have you seen any moons? And you're like, yeah, I actually have. Here's sure, a moon. Here, here you go, buddy. And it's like this weird crossover thing. I think that'd be a really fun touch. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think I bought Captain Toad and never played it on Wii U. Uh,
1: I did. I played it for a while. I think I beat it. Yeah, I beat it because um, you play through as Captain Toad and you beat it and then you can play through it again as Toadette. Oh, okay. And I played it, and I, like, got, or I beat the Captain Toad stuff, and I think I got, like, halfway through the Toadette stuff um, before I stopped playing. Um, So I'm excited to get a chance to, like, actually finish it and play all the new stuff. Uh, It's also coming out for the 3DS. Uh, So, I mean, if you want, if you don't have a Switch for some reason, but you still have your 3DS, you can get it on that one, but you should probably get the Switch. Yeah. Yeah,
0: no, I'm excited for that because I never got a chance to play it, and uh, it looks like fun. And I heard good things, so
1: no, it was a great game. I had a blast with it. Yeah. Um. After that, uh, they showed off uh, Undertale getting a port to the Switch. It's not very surprising, I guess. I, yeah. I I just don't care about that game. I don't.
0: I honestly still don't know what it is. I know what people play it, but I don't know what it is.
1: It's it's supposed to be an RPG a la um, Earthbound. Okay. Type like RPG, but it's like really clever and funny in the way that it does it, I guess. And, like, you can actually play through the whole game, like, not actually fighting anybody because they give you, like, various options to do things to, like, get out of fights. Like, you know, it'll be, like, attack magic or, like, talk to them. Yeah. So you can do, like... Talk them out of it. Yeah. Make friends. Or, or, like, various other things where, like, you know, you can tickle them and that'll, like, distract Mm -hmm. them and get you not, slapped I'm, with a
0: sexual harassment lawsuit. Yeah,
1: I don't know if that's actually in the game, but I remember people talking about, like, you could do pacifist runs of the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I never cared. I know it was supposed to be really great. I know everyone liked it. I just didn't. I, I looked at it and went like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Not for me. Uh, after that, uh, Crash Bandicoot, Insane Trilogy, coming out July 10th.
0: I feel like I'm more inclined to get this on Switch than I would have been on console, because I could play a game like this in, like, little snippets bursts bursts yeah yeah it'd be fine thing to play like when i'm out and about or somewhere else yeah but i like again i never played the crash games so i'm not like oh my god i need to play the the trilogy but it seems like a more worthwhile thing for the handheld i don't know it
1: does i mean i still don't i don't really like i was never i never played the crash bandicoot games maybe this is like the opportunity for me to play them but i was never interested in playing them like i had options i had playstations i just never cared so, I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a try.
0: Yeah, but it's good that it's coming out too. It's the on first options. time ever on a Nintendo console, I assume. Yes. Right? Because even, cause even the Activision Crash games came out on, I think, just Xbox. Yes. So, yeah, first time Crash Bandicoot on Nintendo. Yeah. It's a pretty big deal.
1: Yeah uh after that was more uh or not more um they showed off uh little nightmares coming to the switch uh with all of the dlc included i don't really know anything about little nightmares i had Same. no idea what it was another one of those ones where people like always said it was really good but i didn't care sorry uh but that'll be coming out on may 18th uh south park fracture bud hole will be out on april 24th
0: surprise not stick of truth or that you don't also get stick of truth with the game unless you do and they just didn't highlight that
1: yeah maybe it's gonna be like a pre-order bonus like they did before maybe um
0: but they did confirm some dlc stuff and they said it's gonna be the first two dlc packs will be available day one which i don't think there are dlc yet on the console version right
1: there are they oh have the uh there's like the danger room dlc
0: oh i haven't played any of those i didn't know those were out
1: yeah and then uh i think it comes out the same day as the casa Bonita. Like from dust till Casablanca, I think is the name of the DLC. Yeah, and they said those two, which be is available. like the first major storyline DLC. Okay, maybe that's the what other I'm one was for. like a like a challenge mode esque thing. I think. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, like a danger room. Yeah, the danger yeah. room. I yeah. will uh, have to sh- check that out then.
0: I'm excited about more DLC because I do want to go back to that game, but need a reason to.
1: Yeah. Um, after that, uh, release date of May 18th for the Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. Okay, they announced a the release date until this point.
0: I am excited for that because I never got to it, play too. it before.
1: I played it on the Wii U, but it's just, like I honestly feel like the Wii U soured me on a lot of things just because I was like, "This the Wii U sucks so much." Yeah, you had
0: to bust out the Wii U, you yeah, plug it
1: in and set it up, and yeah, all updated. I'm sure, yeah. So I did play it on the Wii U, but I feel like I'm going to be more inclined to like really play it. Did um, you play it on 3DS too? I bought it on 3DS, but didn't play it. Huh? Yeah.
0: No, I'm excited for that. I think I'll pick that up.
1: Uh da-da-da. after that uh they talked about the competitive Arms Open uh which yeah. is going to be like an Arms uh online tournament.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh
1: have, it's going to be from March 8th to the 18th uh with eight players moving on to the finals on March 31st. Uh honestly I wasn't sure if people were still playing Arms. <laughs> I'm Maybe. sure it has a dedicated fan base, but Yeah. Uh, I haven't really heard much about that game since it came out.
0: No, it's also been a while since we've heard about any new characters or anything like that. It's been, but this will culminate like a year of Arms because I think it came out April, May last year. No, uh, Mario Kart was May last year. Maybe yeah. it was June.
1: Was Mario Kart April?
0: Maybe Mario Kart was April and Arms was May.
1: I think. So. I think that might be it. So
0: yeah, so this tournament will, you know, right? Because you said May or March the tournament.
1: Uh, March. Oh, so it's. Wait. Uh, March 8th through the 18th and then ending on the 31st.
0: Oh, so it started the day of the direct.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) There
0: you go. Going on now.
1: Uh, 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 After that, they talked about the new update for Splatoon 2.
0: Yeah, what was that?
1: Uh, It was the...
0: um, I wasn't quite sure because it was just that one inkling walking through a dirty, dank subway yeah and i rather
1: provocatively
0: i was very confused by it
1: yes but uh i didn't i couldn't really figure out what it was it looked like it was just more story mode mode stuff okay because they talked about like Callie and marie in there and they said like once you beat it you unlock the octolings as characters for multiplayer
0: huh okay so
1: you can make an octoling now as opposed to just a squidling
0: yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all for more Splatoon. I actually started playing it again this week because a friend of mine bought a Switch, and so we tried to play uh, together, but a Splatfest was going on, and he told me that he picked one team, so I picked that team, and he actually picked the other team, so we couldn't end up playing together. Which reminds me, Joe, what side are you on? Which came first, the chicken or the egg?
1: Oh, man. Uh, I would I would guess I would have to say the Egg, because a chicken would have to be born from the egg, and if you're going through like the evolutionary process, something had to lay an egg that would eventually evolve into the chicken to be hatched, so that the chicken could make, keep laying eggs. Yeah, it would
0: be like a, a like a dinosaur egg. Yeah, but it's not a chicken egg.
1: But a dinosaur lays a dinosaur egg that hatches into a chicken. So the chicken is before a chicken egg, technically. <sighs> Yeah, I guess it would have to be that. Like the chicken had to come first.
0: Yeah, I went team chicken. More people went team egg, I believe. Uh, but the results are in. Team chicken comes in first with a two to one win. So woo, take that egg, people!
1: And you got egg on your face.
0: Ah, yeah. got him. This was also one of those really unfortunate, um, unfortunate color schemes where. The egg was yellow for like the yellow yolk. of for the yolk of an egg, um, and the chicken was that really uncomfortable, gross white paint color um, that everybody loves so much. But yeah, so let's see. Fifty nine percent of the people picked egg, uh, and then in solo and team, fifty three percent and fifty six percent for the chicken. All I know is that when I played in you know however many matches I played of the Splatfest that night, I think I only lost twice, and I played probably at least ten games. So. Team Chicken killing Team Egg in the Splatfest this week. But yeah, I'm excited for more Splatoon.
1: And uh, then the Splatoon stuff uh, ended up rolling into the final announcement for the night.
0: Which, the setup for that was the two like Inklings fighting each other. And mm-hmm. that was the coolest Splatoon has ever looked. Mm-hmm. Where they were like running and there were all these cool action camera angles. I didn't know where it was going, but I was really enjoying watching them like the inkling boy and the inkling girl fighting off against I, at each first other. I was
1: like is there going to be a Splatoon movie? Is that what this is? It kind of looked like that, like
0: yeah. an animated series that's not in anime but more in line like with a CG like a, animated series yeah. or something. It looked really cool. Like yeah. the like the, the gunshots are really awesome. It was like a cartoony John Wick.
1: Yeah. Uh but uh surprisingly it, it turned into something uh I guess People uh, were kind of expecting, not expecting. It
0: was a one more thing moment. Yeah. You thought it was over. And then yeah. one more thing.
1: Because uh, the the squidlings, they stop and they turn around uh, as the sky turns black. And they turn around and see a gigantic burning uh, Smash Brothers symbol. Yeah. Uh, with the silhouettes of all of the f- other fighters staying yep. at the bottom of it. Uh, so you saw like Mario. You saw Link uh, looking like Breath of the Wild Link because yep. he didn't have the cap on. Uh, and you had the bow and arrow strapped to his back. Yep. Um,
0: your Bowsers, your Donkey Kongs. Yep, yeah,
1: your more, like, iconic silhouetted characters. Yeah, Kirby, Jigglypuff. Um, so, no, done. Smash Bros. Switch. Uh, I don't think anyone knows entirely for sure if this is just Smash Bros. Wii U being ported to the Switch with updated stuff to it. Obviously, they're going to add the Squid Kids into it as playable characters. Yeah. Or is this, is this just straight up? Smash Five at this point.
0: I've been I've been looking into this a lot because I'm not quite sure. I could see it being Smash Wii U with new characters because you know they're porting all kinds of Wii U things over. I mean, Captain Toad from this Nintendo Direct is a port from the Wii U thing. But I'm also seeing a lot of people who are trying to do like trailer breakdowns and analysis and things like that. And they're it like might-
1: checking all the silhouettes and stuff. The yeah. fact that it was uh, Breath of the Wild Link. Uh, makes me think it must be a new one. Yeah, that's one of the otherwise things. Otherwise, they would just use the regular Link. Yeah. I think it was Twilight Princess Link was the design they used.
0: And the logo's a little bit different. <clears throat> Excuse me. The logo's a little bit different. So I th- people are starting to think that it is, in fact, an entirely new Smash, which is cool. Uh, I'm super excited for that. The big surprise of it all, though, because we all assume a Smash was coming at some point.
1: Yeah, obviously a Smash had to be coming for the Switch.
0: But the surprise is it's 2018. Like it said, twenty eighteen. It's coming out this year. It's gonna be your big fall. You know, it's probably gonna come out right like the twenty sixth of October Mm -hmm. when, you know, a year from Mario Odyssey. Like that's gonna be your big fall switch release and people are gonna go
1: bananas. Yeah. I can't wait.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. All right.
1: So who do we get in it now? Obviously we get the Squid Kids. Uh, you're going to assume that we're going to have um Springman and Ribbon Girl? Something like that. Yeah. At least one arms character, I don't if know if it's both. going to be like... I, if, I doubt it will be both. I think it'll just be... They'll probably have the same like st- combat style and it'll just be a skin. Maybe. like I, th- I think the squid boy and the squid girl are going to be the same character, just alternate color scheme, basically. Yeah. So I assume... I mean, you'll you probably get that... At least you're going to get Spring Man.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, I don't... I was trying to think of, uh, oh, you know what would be really fun? If they had like a snipper clips oh, fighter yeah. where they could, you know, you just, you don't, you give them arms. Or like arms, every time I they guess, get hit, or,
1: like a cut pops off of them yeah or thing
0: Or like you could then, or maybe it'll be like an ice climbers kind of scenario where you can cut each other into like a sword or something like that and oh. then jump at them and like pierce them. I don't know if it would work that way, but it would be a cool little thing for them to try and play with and work it out.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like new characters on either 3ds or switch
1: the labo robot.
0: Yeah. That (laughs) we talked about that yesterday. That would be really funny. Uh, if it's just like, it looks like a me or it looks like just like a rando kid, but he's wearing the robot backpack. Like,
1: or what if it's just the little man cut out that falls down? (laughs) (laughs) Terrible fighter.
0: Uh, it could be the, the joy con as a robot, like slug thing. Could be that.
1: That's maybe. the fight. It's oh, just possible. like
0: vibrating around the map, just getting in the way. Yeah. Um, well, we were talking about. Um, I would like to see some kind of inclusion of uh, Cappy. Like if if either Mario had Cappy, and that was something you could do, or if that was like an item that you got, where you got Cappy, and that maybe allowed you to, you know, steal powers a la um, Kirby. Something like that where, like, you could then take over another Or, like, temporary
1: take over a person's character. Yeah. And, like, seize control of their thing. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. Where,
0: like, all right, so you throw Cappy and your character now stops moving, but you have control of the other character. So if it's a one-on-one thing, you could make them walk off the edge or something like that.
1: Um, and maybe something where like you have to like shake the Joy-Con or something like that yeah. to break the the hold of it if it gets hit on you.
0: Yeah, I would like to see some kind of inclusion of Cappy. One other thing somebody was talking about is possibly being a good ideas any of the champions from Breath of the Wild. Uh, you could have those oh, characters. Yeah, those would like be pretty Garuk. cool. Yeah, because um, they all had different you know power sets and things like that. Um, and I think you were talking yesterday about they've always had Mario and Doctor Mario. But it'd be cool if there was, like, a Mario Sunshine Mario with, like, the water pack and well, yeah, like Well, yeah, when you we were
1: talking about, like, wanting to see Cappy get implemented, I was like, well, that'd be kind of cool if there was, like, Mar- Cappy, like Mario Odyssey Mario, where, like yeah. he fought with Cappy and like could throw it as a projectile and stuff. Or that's, like, standard Mario, but, like, that's one of his moves. Yeah. Oh, And then I was like, that'd be cool if, yeah, you had, like, Mario Sunshine, where you had the... Uh, jetpack on his back and yeah or maybe it's the kind of thing where like they just kind of update mario's sets so that like one move is him shooting the thing and then it just kind of like goes away and then one move is him throwing the cap yeah and just like implement like kind of all of the various different kinds of mario from over the years
0: yeah i mean i don't i can't think of anybody else is there anybody that you think could be from non-nintendo that could be implemented like
1: uh,
0: a solaire from dark souls
1: Oh, i think they got the thing they got the amiibo coming out yeah that would be interesting that would definitely be cool i don't know if dark souls is a little too dark of a series um, i mean snake was in it yeah Magus that was a maturity game yeah curated game i don't know that would be cool i'd like to see that yeah i mean they got the amiibo coming out
0: timing's perfect for it yeah yeah, I was trying to think of other like other franchises that...
1: Who's this like, special? Because, I mean, you've had Sonic join in. You've had Mega Man join in. You've had Pac-Man join in. You can have Crash. Snake, Crash. Yeah, Crash would be a good one. The new Crash game coming out for the yeah. Switch as well. Oh, man, that's interesting. There is somebody that we... The news recently might lead to that. We're not entirely sure. Uh, the uh, Witcher...
0: That's right, They teased, CD Project Red teased that Geralt might be in a new game.
1: Yeah, uh, everyone year. was assuming that he would be the bonus character for Soul Calibur, but that was before Smash got announced. It
0: was like the day before Smash got announced that they tweeted this like tease or something like that. Or like It was this week. And yeah, it was
1: this week, yeah.
0: And then, so everyone's like, oh, it's, it's definitely Soul Calibur, what other game could he possibly be in? And then Smash gets announced and everybody's like, wait a minute,
1: hold on one second. Well, here's the thing. Did we
0: so, jump the gun?
1: Soul Calibur always has special guest characters also. Yeah, it does. So Soul Calibur 2 had uh, Hihachi, Link, and Spawn, depending yeah. on what console you're playing on. Yep. Uh, Soul Calibur 3 had Vader and Yoda. Yeah. Um,
0: no, it, like it would make sense to be in Soul Calibur. It yeah. makes sense why people made that jump. But then everyone was like, wait, slow our roll for a second. Let's really think about this. What if he was in Smash Brothers? It's probably going to be Soul Calibur. What if he was in Smash Brothers?
1: Yeah. I feel like that game's a little too mature for Smash Brothers. True. And
0: it's not on a Nintendo console.
1: Like, no, that's also true.
0: Although, so, no, Metal no Metal Gear Metal was, Gear on was on Metal Gear was on GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it has to be something that's now appeared on a Nintendo console.
1: Well, I mean, does it?
0: Most likely. I think all the other characters have been at least appeared on a Nintendo console. Yeah. In Smash Brothers. I feel like that's got to be a prerequisite, is that your game has to be on Nintendo. I
1: don't know. So yeah. probably not that. Yeah. But it would be
0: fun. If it's just like, hey, you didn't think this was happening, but guess what? It is.
1: Uh, he would be a cool character in Smash Brothers. Or not Smash. Um, Soul Calibur, Soul Calibur, though. yeah. He would fit in Soul Calibur really well.
0: Yeah, and like his uh, the look of him fits more in the Soul Calibur yeah. universe than it does in Smash. But yeah. you know, people can dream and hope and wish and stuff like that. So yeah, that was the end of the uh, Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. So overall, pretty good. There's several announcements that I'm excited for and some that I'm just like, eh, it's whatever. It's good for those people that like it. Yeah. But I'm excited about the future. There's at least a couple games that I'm going to be getting on Switch this year. So
1: Yeah. and some on the 3DS. Yeah, it's true. I'm like I can't wait for that WarioWare. It's going to be so good. Yeah. I love WarioWare.
0: Um, but yeah, so the other big news item that we had this week uh, was our president of the United States of America, <laughs> Donald J. Trump. Um, has been on the warpath against violent video games since I the... I wouldn't say he's been on the warpath. I know, but he just keeps bringing it up. And he, Did he
1: bring it up more than one time before that?
0: Yeah, well, he had a summit about it this week. So well, yeah, but he <laughs> the mentioned very it.
1: Least. He mentioned it, and then on Thursday, uh, they had a uh, meeting on it uh, where he invited various members of the video game industry as well as some people who um, child advocacy
0: groups and like family first, yeah, coalitions and things like that.
1: Yeah, he uh, invited them to come and uh, talk about uh, video games and the impact of video games to have on uh, society as a whole. And mostly the children. Um, yes, mostly oh, the children. Somebody please think of the children. Yep. Um, uh, it was less of a shit show than I was expecting it to be. Oh, I was
0: expecting an absolute shit
1: show. Yeah, I think everybody was pretty much expecting it to be an yeah. absolute shit show. It turned out to be not that bad. Uh, he invited various people uh, to come talk. Uh, this is an article on Kotaku talking about it. Uh, let me find out who it was. Uh
0: Various studio heads. I think. Yeah,
1: well, it was uh, the head of the ESA, uh, the head of the ESRB, uh, the uh, chief executives of Bethesda and Take Two, so the makers of games like Fallout and Grand Theft Auto. Uh, and then from the anti gaming side, there was uh, the author of a series of books uh, on that claim that violent video games uh, train killers. Uh, that is David Grossman. Uh, and the head of the parents, uh, or a, me- a member of the Parents Television Council, which uh, supported a California law to criminalize the sale of violent video games to children that was ruled unconstitutional in 2011. Uh, actually, a very interesting story behind that one. Uh, the senator, uh, this isn't an article, this is just something I know that I found was funny. The senator from California that was the one pushing that law, Yep. Uh, I think his name was Leland Yee. Uh, care to guess where Leland Yee is right now?
0: In prison for... Child pornography? No. Oh, okay. Uh,
1: he is in prison. Okay, I federal, knew. He, I figured he was in prison. Federal prison. Yeah. Uh, for gun running for ISIS.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I do yes. remember that.
1: Yes, he was also a very staunch uh, gun control advocate. Ironically,
0: yeah. Uh, so yeah, he wanted them to control it so he could then
1: sell all of the guns to on the black market. Well, he was buying them from ISIS to sell in California, I guess, and ended up selling them to uh, an undercover FBI agent.
0: There you go. I figured it had to be something terrible that was also anti the message that he's trying to portray. Yes. I knew he definitely was in prison.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. So, yeah, that's just a funny little story that I always found kind of uh, very ironic. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, apparently the meeting wasn't uh, all that much of a shit show. Uh, They started off by showing a 88 second long video of... Uh, various video game scenes, which the uh, White House were did... mostly were from uh, Call, of Duty. Call of Duty.
0: Yeah, the White House did release that video. Uh, the whole meeting was closed to the press, so there's not like official records of what happened or official footage of the meeting itself. Mm-hmm. There's just like what people were able to say after the fact, because I'm sure they were kept to some kind of like, hey, let's not talk about the specifics, let's talk about the general tone of the meeting. Um, but they did, the White
1: House did release that video. Well, it was it's pretty it was... brutal. It was posted unlisted on the website, on the on YouTube, the White House YouTube, mm-hmm. um, and somebody said that the only reason they posted it on YouTube was so that they could pull it up in the meeting. Yeah. So, like, somebody just uploaded it to YouTube so they could show it in the thing.
0: But, I mean, it's available now. You can watch it. Yeah, I've watched it. I think
1: it's, like, got 10,000 down votes right now or something like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it out of context, it does look pretty brutal. They could have
1: picked a lot of worse stuff though.
0: Absolutely. But all of those games that they pulled from are mature rated games. Oh yeah. That you have well, to yeah, I mean, obviously. That you have to be either 17 or have a parent's permission to do. Like my favorite thing at GameStop was telling people that they couldn't buy mature rated games when they weren't 17. That was my absolute favorite thing to do. Or explaining to parents why they shouldn't buy, you know, Grand Theft Auto for their 10 year old. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite perks of the job.
1: But uh I mean like, they it was mostly just like Call of duty and various other shooters, yeah, and they had the uh they could have they could have had like manhunt <laughs> you know yeah. something that was particularly brutal. I kind of walked away going like that was actually kind of tame, yeah, I mean they did have that call of duty I'm, like, airport I'm sure the person who cut thing. the video together, they just said like get violent video game stuff, and they just kind of typed in like violent video game scenes on YouTube and didn't know what to look for, yeah. They had the – what was the the airport mission where you
0: had to mow down all the people?
1: No Russian. No
0: Russian, yeah.
1: No Russian, Russian Adam. Yeah. Just want to put that out there. No Russian. Yeah. No collusion whatsoever. Um,
0: <laughs> no, so that was in there and, like, various other things. But, yeah, again, there's way worse things. Some of them were pretty bad. There were a lot of, like – uh was it? I think it was, like, one of the sniper elite games of, of recent year where it has, like, the, the X-ray. Slow down, X-ray,
1: yeah. bullet penetration stuff.
0: Surprisingly, no Mortal Kombat that's I what think I'm saying
1: there's there's a lot of like they could have put Mortal Kombat 10 like when all the stuff in there they could have put stuff like Manhunt yeah like- I think they so were trying, saying, like, the person didn't know what they were looking for. Whoever cut this video together. Well,
0: no, I think what they were trying to do is focus on things that were more attainable for for someone to copy. So a lot of gun, gun violence. violence stuff. But yeah, there was I guess also they're like, probably
1: thinking like kids aren't going to punch through somebody's chest and pull out their spine. Yeah,
0: there was a lot of like knife throwing if and things. Yeah, if you, if you don't want to put in the work. Yeah, um, there's a lot of knife throwing and like you know stabbing and things like that, which you know i guess it was hitting their point home of attainable copyable things that you could do but still it was tamed by some of the things that you or i know to be way worse uh, in video games and obviously none of these were scenes against zombies these were all things against real people because hmm. obviously there's some you know resident evil games or various other zombie based games where you could do some pretty horrific things to them but they're not real people they're undead or whatever um so yeah like it didn't go badly, but it also didn't really do anything.
1: That's the thing that everyone pretty much kind of said. Like, uh, so, it didn't matter. Yeah, so uh, right here it says, uh, Melissa Henson, program director for the PTC, the Parents Television Council, said the conference call of the afternoon. The tone was uh, more uh, information gathering and fact-finding. Attendees described to describe the expected clash of views with the gaming people standing by the rating system and saying games aren't the problems, while violent game critics asserted that violent games were bad for kids. Uh, asked by Kotaku if the president said anything surprising or impressive, they said, no, not particular. He just asked questions, Was seemed generally interested in hearing from all sides of and getting all perspectives on the um, topic.
0: Yeah, the one, the one quote that I saw was after that video played, he just kind of like, he looked at it and then looked at the room and I can imagine him doing it too, because I've seen enough of his mannerisms or whatever. And he was just like,
1: it's pretty violent, right? It's like, <laughs> uh, I think he said that's violence, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's what, is that, is that, that that's, that's violent, right? Yeah. Um, Which I mean, it's true. You know, you look at it and go, that's violent, right? Yeah. And he, uh, it's, you know, some of the game
0: people are like, you have no idea. It's not. violent." <laughs> yeah. All that's very, what I'm
1: saying. It's very, very tame.
0: Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, it was kind of like, you know, it was kind of like when he first brought it up, where he was like, "They tell me there's violence in these video games." But uh, like, the they, people say, "Yeah, the people say." People the, say lots of well, things. Well, people people tell him. Yeah, people are always telling him stuff, and that's one of the things that they done tell him. Um, yeah, so i I thought it was gonna be an I thought it was gonna be a railroading of sorts, where he,
1: you know, but people were saying that. I think uh, like Daily Beast wrote an article beforehand, that said that like uh, it was an ambush, um, but it turned out to not really be. Like, too bad. Like I said, I thought it was going to be more of a shit show. But, I mean, we everyone kind of just expected that this was just distraction tactic stuff. Yeah, and It's just another... He doesn't actually, like, care about any of this. No. It's a scapegoating thing.
0: Yeah. It's a thing to get people to stop talking about gun control or mental health or well, whatever I mean, other thing. I
1: don't even know if it's entirely that. Because one of the things I saw when I was, like, looking up all of this stuff was, um, like, did you know that, like, Obama had one of these also?
0: A violent video game summit? Uh-huh. In uh,
1: 2013, uh, they had one. On, um, oh, probably w-
0: after Sandy Hook?
1: Yeah, after Sandy Hook. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, uh Obama was too busy, so Joe Biden went in his stead. Um, and afterwards, they commissioned like a $10 million uh study into the effects of violent video games on children.
0: And what did that study say? It
1: went nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> As expected. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like I said before, when we talked about this last time, I think this is just people don't. Like they just see violent video games and go, "That's violent, right?" Yeah, and they think, "Well, that can't be good for kids," especially for someone that doesn't know anything about video games.
0: Yeah, that's so. that's my biggest problem with this. Is I would I would put much more stock in this if it was the video game industry coming together and having a panel at GDC where you get a bunch of people and they I talk think
1: they about do, uh, pretty regularly, don't they?
0: I don't. Well, it doesn't get publicized to the yeah, level no, that this yeah. does, but I think. Maybe you have that and then you invite some senators and they get to listen to you speak kind of thing. Like if this was coming from within the games industry to be like, listen, it either does or does not have an impact. Here's what we do or don't do with it versus anytime politicians who don't play games, who don't know anything about games and they see their kids who play whatever, but they see it from the periphery because they're working so much, I assume – it it always feels hollow. It seems like an empty gesture for them to talk about this kind of stuff because they don't get it. They don't know what it is. They don't know what's going on in the video games. Yeah. It's, it just seems like a, a waste of everybody's time and money and things well, like I that. I mean,
1: that's ninety five percent of the stuff that happens in government. I know. Well, <laughs> we're not gonna get into that, but yeah, no, I I agree. It's just it I seems mean, wasteful. you know, it's like I said, spending a ten million dollars on in, in research into this. Stuff that's already been researched to death by various other organizations, you know? Yeah. How many other people – I see all the time articles that, like, you know, this research thing, you know, can find no correlation. It seems like there's a a new one, you know, every couple of months that somebody is doing this research and they find nothing.
0: Well, I mean, I think it's worthwhile to do – you can do the same research study – Years apart, no, I'm saying I just meant like
1: I just meant like it seems wasteful for the government to put 10 million dollars into something like that when it's already been researched to death by third party organizations, yeah.
0: But that's what I'm saying. Like, when was the last time a study was done? You can do it a couple years later because now maybe games are more violent than they were five years ago. Maybe the advent of virtual reality makes it that much worse, you know. Like, you can do updated studies because. Things change. Trends change. The way we interact with things change. So it's a worthwhile thing to keep doing these studies. But if you're not going to follow through or you're not going to then take what the studies tell you and apply that, then there's no point. Like if this if you do a $10 million study and it comes out and says, like, yeah, we've got nothing like it's. You know, plenty of people play violent video games to let off steam and it actually makes them less violent.
1: Yeah, crime has gone down the more video games sales rise.
0: People who play Call of Duty are 5% less likely to commit domestic violence or, you know, whatever, you know, extrapolation you want to make from the data that you collect, you then have to maybe stop bringing it up. When something like this happens, and I feel like that doesn't happen, they just continue to go back to the well, and that's where it gets wasteful, because you did that study, and you learned absolutely nothing from it. Mm-hmm. Do the study- Well, no, you learned spend, something
1: from it, and you learned
0: there's no correlation. But but then you forget that the next time a tragedy happens, so really, you learned nothing. Yeah. So that's my problem with it. Like You can do the studies, you can spend the money, whatever, but take that knowledge and do something with it, retain it in some form or fashion. Don't then just go, All right, well, I mean, there's no correlation now, but next year, when there's another violent tragedy, we're going to do it all again and, and bring it up. So,
1: yeah. And, um, actually, CNN had a pretty good article fake
0: news, sad, yeah. Uh,
1: well, this is CNN Money, and like I said, uh, I prefer to get my a lot of my news from um financial stuff because there's no real bullshit when it comes to money, don't like, lie, yeah. Uh, so, uh, CNN put out an article, uh, uh with, um, to go along with this summit that was happening. It was yep. released on Thursday, the same day, uh, where they went through the, the, like history of blaming video games as well as like movies and stuff like that, uh, on violence. And yeah, I mean, this is go looking through this. This is something that's been going on since the seventies. Uh, started off in the seventies with the, uh, arcade game death race, which was, um, based like, on the run- movie. Uh, I don't know if this was based off the movie. Probably was actually that was in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, that was Sylvester Stallone was in that, wasn't he? Yes, yeah. Uh, but they were like, you can actually run people over in this game. Like, yeah, that can't be good. It's like Carmageddon. Yeah. And uh, so it started off in the 70s. Uh, later on in the 1990s, it was uh, Joseph Lieberman with uh, Mortal Kombat. I hate Joe Lieberman. Yep. Uh, and then in the early 2000s, it was uh, Hillary Clinton with Grand Theft Auto.
0: Yep. Uh, Jack and, Thompson. Uh, yeah, Jack Auto.
1: Thompson uh, with Doom and stuff after Columbine. Yep. Um, uh. You had... Uh, Newt Gingrich uh, saying Hollywood and computerized games uh, have undermined the core values of society – or no, civilization.
0: Oh, civilization.
1: Uh, no, civility. Jesus Christ, I can't read. Wow. Uh, Bill Clinton asked the federal government uh, in June of that year to look into whether media companies, including video games, industries, were making violent young people – or uh, making violent content uh, to – oh, marketing violent content towards young people. Yeah. Uh, They are kids love violence. Yep. Uh, Then you had uh, the 2011 Leland Yee thing where they tried to make it illegal to sell uh, video games to minors uh, with a fine uh, that was overturned overturned by uh, Supreme uh, Court. uh, Yeah, Supreme Court. uh, Justice Scalia said that video games deserve the First Amendment protection and casted the doubt on the idea that violence in games caused any kind of real world aggression. Uh, various psychological studies, blah, 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 been going on over the course of the years. In 2012, when 20-year-old man killed dozens of kids at Sandy Hook, said in Lieben, now working as an independent, said that young men who commit mass shootings have had an almost hypnotic involvement in some form of violence from our entertainment culture, uh, particularly violent video games. Uh, advocacy, uh, advocacy groups from both sides of the gun debate have uh, criticized video games, so you had both, like, the NRA, as well as anti-gun uh, groups, blaming video games for violence. Uh, so you had, uh, yeah, because the moms NRA and Action for Gun Sense said that uh, video games promoted gun culture and encouraged kids to use guns.
0: Yeah, but from the NRA's perspective, it's probably yeah, but they're not teaching them how to use guns correctly, so they're fantasizing guns and not promoting good gun safety. So we also don't like them.
1: Uh, they actually there was an NRA game on the PlayStation Two. Really? Yeah. I yeah. Because they probably NRA, wanted to promote gun good, good. That was like yeah, it was gun control. Yeah. Uh, like how do you, you know? It was like range shooting and yeah. stuff. I remember that game coming out. Yeah, because like,
0: it's teaching you how to properly use a gun, not pick it up and run through a yeah, just you like know, ball of people. shooting people. Yeah.
1: Uh, President Barack Obama like called for Congress to fund uh, research into video game violence as part of a 23-point plan uh, to reduce gun violence. Uh, Joe Biden met with members of the video game industry to research. Uh, uh, in, um, yep, so that was that I was talking about. And then now we're at uh, now.
0: Trump so, summit.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, this is pretty much every, like, 10 years or so, it seems like something happens that, like, this happens again.
0: Yeah. And there are probably also smaller instances in between those times where... Some kind of advocacy group that's mm-hmm. maybe not the NRA or something like that brings up a
1: yeah, the, a karma get in, uh, the, a, you know, the David Grossman guy, um, that spoke at the summit, the anti gun part. Uh, he's always, I think, he worked with Hillary Clinton, uh, during like her thing. Uh, he just released a book like in 2014, I think, called Assassination Generation, which was about like how video games are causing kids to be violent. And oh, a big pop-up, Anderson Cooper, just showed up on my phone. Yeah, 360. Anderson Cooper. Uh, it's the newest
0: console, Anderson Cooper 360.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's just... I thought it was one of those things where I thought this was all done, like, 20 years ago. And then I've been reading, like, a whole bunch of this stuff. And you're right, it seems like it just every happening. year somebody seems to have... Like, yeah. some stupid thing that they completely ignore all of the research. Yeah. And I, I was like... Because, like I said, I didn't even know about the Barack Obama stuff. No, it makes sense, happens. though,
0: that there would have been something like that after Sandy Hook because it obviously was a terrible tragedy.
1: Yeah, uh, and like with, you know, what happened to Florida.
0: Yeah. Um, so, like, I mean, I get wanting to start all these conversations. Is just they always peter out and they don't go anywhere. Yeah. And then... Or they do... Well, because it, everyone...
1: It, well, like I said, this is... To me, this is just people that don't understand this stuff. Like, I can't. Im- how many give video games? Do you think Barack Obama played, and then he thought, like, mm, I mean, should we look into this? Because nobody's ever told him yeah, all the know. research. You know, same with Trump. I can't imagine Trump's ever played a video game in his life.
0: No, I mean he probably watches Baron play stuff, but I I don't know what. But, he, what I he think would that play. was one
1: of the things he said initially. He said, like, I watch my son play these games. Yeah, and I look at him and I go, well, that's. That's violence, right?
0: Then don't let your ten-year-old buy mature-rated games, yeah. Donald.
1: Yeah,
0: like that's it's what it boils down to. Like, all right, you can you can say that video games are too violent. That's fine, but there's a rating system that says that an adult can purchase them. Yeah, like I mean, 17's not technically an adult, but they might as well be. Like, they can see already yeah. movies. And I mean, they can clearly play. he
1: didn't know about that because he said there should be a rating system yeah, for this for stuff, and everyone kind of went like. Uh, a lot of heads. There slaps. is, yeah, a lot of heads. I slaps. was kind of like when I was thinking of the um, what was going to happen at this meeting. I was like, okay, they need to send somebody from the SRB to come in and be like, Mr. President, we heard what you said about a rating system, and we thought that is a genius idea. So we cooked this whole thing together, <laughs> and we've already retroactively reviewed. We sent thousands s- of video. We games. We sent stickers to every video game company to put these little stickers on every game, and it yeah. was brilliant awesome. idea, Mr. President. like, good, yeah. good. Good.
0: Another fantastic idea for me. Yeah. I'm the best. I knew it. I said it. This was yeah. the
1: best idea. The greatest idea.
0: I said, believe me, and you did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what happens. Um, but yeah, so,
0: I mean, we'll probably talk about this for another week. Not us necessarily, but like the the country at large. Uh, and then it'll be forgotten about because something else dumb will happen and I'll get sued by well, another. Well, I mean, something. honestly,
1: the, the North Korea stuff happened immediately after this setting happened. So yeah. I think we're already on to North Korea. Again. We're already on to it.
0: Yep. Yeah. Unacceptable or acceptable. I don't know. It's fine. But yeah, we'll revisit it. I'm sure when something else happens or when some, somebody says something dumb in relation to this, or someone wants to try to get reelected. So they bring up a bill or, you know, some dumb thing will happen.
1: It's a, it's like I said, when we talked about this last time, that's a stupid idea. That's surprisingly, um, uh, Breitbart. I they put out a whole bunch of articles about how, um, there was no correlation of violence in video games and stuff like that. And how Trump was like, it was a bad idea for Trump to even try and scapegoat video games. Cause all it does is alienate people before like a crucial primary season. They don't want to alienate like young voters yeah. at that point.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. It's ridiculous. I mean, someone's gonna come out with some dumb opinion piece. I'm sure about how to change video games, <laughs> right, Joe? Oh, that might happen.
1: Surprisingly enough, yes. Like I said, I read a lot of stuff. Uh, this was the one article that really uh, jumped out to me based on just how silly of an article it was. Um, it's not an not... article. It's an opinion piece uh, that was put out on CNN.
0: I'm still not convinced it's not a satirical thing.
1: It's just so silly. Like, it, do you know what pose law is? What do you know what pose law is? No. It's um like one of those laws of the internet kind of thing where eventually... Like Rule 34? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, but Poe's Law says like eventually uh, the world is going to become like so silly it's going to be hard to determine satire from reality.
0: That's what I, that's what I'm thinking of. this. And
1: this is what this is. Like yeah. you can't really tell. But it was an opinion piece posted on um, CNN uh, by a guy who's like written books on like the effects of video games on people. Big news. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And he wrote an article about uh, virtual reality and how virtual reality can use as a virtual boot camp to train killers.
0: As we talked earlier about buying Bravo Team.
1: (laughs) Yep. So I'll let you know if I'm a trained killer after I play that. Sweet. Yeah.
0: Then you won't be invited over anymore and I'll board up the windows and move.
1: Yep. Um, and this article was just so silly. I wanted to bring it up because, all right, uh, give me some
0: of the bullet points from the ridiculous proposals he wants to make to VR games.
1: Well, the, the, first thing was he was talking about how like video people could use video games to be like train to prepare themselves for, uh, like a mass shooting of some kind. Like how people said that, uh, the killers at Columbine used doom to train for their killing spree. Um they should correlate whatsoever well, also, uh, I was actually reading a book on Columbine, and Columbine wasn't even supposed to be a shooting. It was a bombing that went wrong, oh, yeah, you go. which like there there wasn't really even a plan to actually do like a shooting at Columbine. They actually had planted bombs in the school, but they had fucked up the designs of the bombs, and they never ended up going off. oh, well, thank goodness, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean still, it still ended up badly. But yeah, but their plan was to kill. Worse. Like, their plan was to kill like 500 people. Yeah, actually, in the cafeteria, and they had planted like a massive um, bomb that would have blown the supports and actually caused the um, library to collapse into the. Yeah, it would have been way worse. Yeah, killing everyone at lunchtime. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it seems kind of silly to imagine that they were using Doom to train for the shooting that they weren't even planning on actually doing. Yeah, yeah. They had brought the guns for a shootout with the cops after the bombs had gone off.
0: Yeah, but not...
1: But they weren't intending to actually go into the school to kill everybody. Yeah. Um, but, uh. so, yeah, you said, uh, you know, people might use virtual reality to uh, train themselves, uh, prepare themselves for a shooting. Yeah. Uh, which is silly because, you know, like a gun is very different from holding... A
0: plastic controller.
1: <laughs> yeah, like a... a Htc Vive controller. Yeah.
0: What well, even? But like even the like the move or whatever it's called now, the aim controller. Yes. Like okay, that's more like a gun, but still, it's a plastic triangle. Yeah. Like it's not that's, the same. Doesn't
1: have the same weight or kickback, or, 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 kickback anything. Yeah. or anything like that. I mean,
0: it makes more sense than blaming Doom, but still.
1: Yeah. Um. So the, the I mean, so he he made arguments about that. Um, the key point of this article that just makes it a really gem of an article is his solutions on how to change video games in order to prevent shootings like this from happening. Or uh, to not prevent, but to like allow them not to actually properly train using yeah. these things. Uh, so first off, he suggests uh, the changing the physics of how bullets, works, bull- bullets work in video games uh, to make them like a Frisbee. In which the bullets curve in different directions when you shoot them. So that, if, say, if you want to shoot something, you have to aim to the right of the target and then let the bullets curve to hit them. Yeah. But, hey,
0: curved bullets are real. We've all read the JFK papers. So that doesn't even work.
1: Mm -mm. I have seen Wanted.
0: Yeah. Curved bullets really work. Mm
1: -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Okay. The magic bullet. Yeah. Uh, He also suggested... um, the, to change the mechanics of how the guns work in the game, uh, suggesting things like instead of pulling a trigger to shoot the gun, you have to like flick your wrist or like bend your elbow in a certain way.
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean, but that would be very hard and difficult to do and probably get tiresome after a while.
1: <laughs> Imagine like playing a Call of Duty where every time you want to try and shoot, you're like flicking your arm around to Ugh. do it. <laughs>
0: No, thank you. And
1: also, how do you aim at that point if you're constantly flicking? Yeah. Which, I guess, is the point of what he's trying to to get at here. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, his other suggestion was, uh, this one's not so silly, but he says, uh, no human targets in games. Make them all robots and aliens. Yeah. I mean,
0: I guess, but...
1: But, the, I mean, ultimately... It's the,
0: never going to happen.
1: Well, ultimately, the stupidity of this article to me that just seemed dumb is that if you're somebody who's determined to actually, like, do a mass shooting or a school shooting of some kind, you're going to probably held the gun before doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and fired the gun. Like, I don't exactly know what this is supposed to achieve because, say you're somebody that's going to do this, and then you go... You're not going to, like, start pointing the gun to the right of everybody you're shooting at going, like, why are the bullets not curving? Yeah, I don't know what's happening. Out. Yeah. You're not going to be sitting there, like, flicking your wrist to try and get the gun to shoot and going, no. like, I don't understand why the gun doesn't work this way. Yeah, you're assuming that people are way stupider. Yeah, the, like, than... the, the whole point of everything that he's writing is just assumes that a person is an absolute moron. Yeah.
0: Which, that's why I think this is satire. It doesn't specify it or spell it out, but...
1: The guy's written whole books on the subject.
0: I know, but they could be satirical books. I was trying to read it on Amazon to see, but it... it I mean, it's not, but it's just a... It's a. It pains me to think that...
1: Somebody is that clueless dis- about human...
0: Yeah, this disconnected from what would probably happen.
1: Because, like I said, like, this is assuming that the person is going to, like, roll up to wherever they're going to shoot, and this will be the first time they've ever picked up the gun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's possible because they could have been too scared to go to a range or go to the woods or, you know, they could have been scared to do it beforehand. They're like, if I, if I try to use the gun, I won't go through with it or whatever. Like, but um, I mean, also, like you said,
1: like, it'll take them like two seconds to realize like
0: shit. I just keep missing. Let me, maybe I should
1: point the gun at the person. Yeah. So yeah, it's such a a bizarre, very silly opinion piece that I just kept reading it going like what?
0: Yeah. Very silly. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our two big news topics So we do have a couple of little lightning round items. Uh, So we'll start things off with the lightning round. Joe, do you know one company who was not at the Trump Game Summit?
1: Do I know one company that was not? Yeah. I mean, there were a a lot that weren't.
0: I know, but like a big one. Nintendo? No. Well, yeah, probably (laughs) not. But Activision was not there. You know what they were doing? Oh, yeah. They were announcing Call of Duty Black Ops 4.
1: Yeah, a couple hours before this.
0: Sure were. They're like, you know what? We're not going to go. We're just going to make a new Call of Duty. Really stick it to them, guys. Uh,
1: well, I mean, I wonder if this was planned.
0: Maybe. Like, I,
1: were they just going to release this announcement this day anyways, or did they just decide to do it in correlation with this?
0: Well, I saw, uh, a uh, like, a rumor, not a rumor, but almost a leak a couple days before because James Harden of the Houston Rockets in the NBA is either some kind of spokesman or doing something. Maybe he's part of the live action commercial campaign that they'll probably they end up doing. Do. Uh he was showing up to the arena wearing a Call of Duty Black Ops 4 hat. Or he was really? wearing yeah he was wearing a hat that had the logo, which is stupid because the logo is not the logo for Black Ops Two was just two lines like a Roman numeral two. Mm-hmm. Black Ops three it was three lines, it was a Roman numeral three. Mm-hmm. Black Ops four, rather than being an IV, which is the Roman numeral for four, was four lines. So he was walking in, it was a black hat with the four orange lines that looked very much like the Black Ops three logo. Turns out it is the Black Ops Four logo. Um so that had dropped just a couple of days beforehand. So everyone's like, Yeah, it seems like it's definitely Black Ops Four, and this is the logo for some reason. So maybe the logo came out, and they were just like, we should just put out something. Let's do, like, put something together and put it out when it's ready. Oh, look, it's ready the same day as the Game mm. Uh
1: Four lines actually can be used as a Roman numeral for four. I know, but it's not the
0: traditional Roman numeral <laughs> yeah. for four. Um, are you excited about Black Ops 4? F-
1: I didn't like Black Ops 3. That was the super Black futuristic too, running
0: though. on walls one, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: The one that was trying really hard to be Titanfall. Yeah. I loved Black Ops Two. It's probably my number two best one in the series. Really? Yeah, I thought Black Ops Two was phenomenal. Huh. I'd not like Black Ops Three because you're right. It like, got too futuristic. Yeah. The Black Ops One was the one that took place during like the Cold War. Black Ops Two was like a like ten years in the future versus was like, like the also happening of, in the, the yeah yeah. It was like you were playing the friend of the you were playing the grandson of the main character of the first one. Uh, in the future stuff, and then like his friend in the past stuff trying to figure out what happened to the grandfather. Yeah. Um, and then the third one just went like, and now it's just future shit. Yeah. Just all just super sci fi stuff. And I went, eh. So I want to see what they do with it first. Because uh, if they do like more of the like, like Cold War stuff ish and, stuff, and it's not just the complete futuristic thing, yeah. I would be in, in for that.
0: But I think the one thing it has going for it is that I don't think there are any other shooters coming out this fall. Like, there's no new Battlefield. There's no new, like, Titanfall type. Yeah, that's
1: a good point. There really isn't anything. Unless there's going to be, like, a sneak Battlefield. I feel like we would have heard something by now. I don't know. I mean, nowadays, studio companies are getting into, like, the... We announce it a few months before it comes out kind of thing. That's true. Like, Smash Bros.
0: Yeah, that's true. But... Again, I don't know. We'll see. But so far, it looks like that has a lot going for Is That it's going to be the only first-person shooter type thing that I can think of. Mm -hmm. Unless there's one I'm missing, but I don't
1: know. I mean, maybe there's some, like, lower tier ones.
0: Yeah, not sure.
1: I don't Uh, know. I'm interested. I mean, I get burned by Call of Duty, but mm. uh, I'll still, like, give it a shot, I guess, depending on what it is. As long as it's not more of the sci fi crap. It looks like it's still more of the sci fi crap. Yeah, I'm done with Judging Call by of the Duty. way that the logo is designed, it looks like kind of futuristic y.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm done with Call of Duty. But uh Lightning Round, and I don't know I don't remember if there was a release date for this, so this might completely contradict that thing I just said. They just announced the division two Joe.
1: Yeah. Is uh, that a
0: this year game? Uh or is that just it's coming, we're working on it. I feel like that was a, it's coming. We're Well, working it, it on was, thing.
1: it got leaked first. Got it. Yeah. So it was one of those things where it got leaked and then they kind of went like, all right, it got leaked. So let's just go ahead and, and announce it. Um, uh, yeah, I don't see anything about a release date as of yet. Uh, they said that they'll probably show off more. They were intending to show off stuff at EA 2018. Uh, to get the proper reveal of the game, but then it got leaked in advance, so they yep. just kind of went like, "Okay, yeah, it's coming out." Uh, nothing about like what it's about or any kind of release date, so we'll probably have to wait until EA to get like the official reveal of it.
0: You excited for Division Two?
1: Yeah, I fucking love Division One.
0: There you go. Do you think it's gonna go to a different city? And if so, what city would you like to see?
1: Um, I would be interested to see what they do because it like the plot of the Division One was a virus gets released in Manhattan. Yep. And you have to go in as, like, a one of the division agents um, to, like, find out what happened. And at the end of the game, spoilers, you find out that the guy, like, made a bunch more and you, like, sent them to other cities. Yeah. Um,
0: so, which city would you like to see?
1: Um, I don't know. Because it has to be, a, like, a really, like, densely packed city to get the, the other stuff. Yep. Um, the first one, like, took place at in a holiday like Christmas time so it was all wintry and cold yeah I would like to be a different like I hope they don't go to another cold setting so maybe like Houston or something or Dallas mm. I'd like them to see like a more warmer setting do you think they'll take it an international
0: and do like a Europe or a South oh, yeah, America they could or totally
1: something do that well the only thing is that the division I guess you could like have other ones but the, what the division was was they were undercover uh soldiers that like they just live their normal life until like a crisis happens and then they activate they like activate you.
0: Yeah, well but it could be. So you could have that. So you that. could say it, that
1: they have like division agents abroad, yeah. I guess.
0: Or you just say, "Hey, you guys just cleaned up Manhattan. We now need you to go to Seoul or London or, you know, Munich or something like that. Like do we we need you to go somewhere else? So hop in a helicopter or a plane. You got to go to Europe or South America or Asia or wherever. Yeah. I
1: just wonder if that'll like kind of like screw with the what the division actually is, where they're supposed to be like undercover that get activated. It's kind of different, like if you send them somewhere versus like you're just they're just living. They're, you know, for all I know, you could be a division agent, and all of a sudden you'll get a call on your fancy watch that says like, "Go, go get ready," and you're gonna turn around and pull out all your division gear and be like, "I gotta go." Yeah, it could be. Hmm.
0: I don't know. We'll see. We'll get more information, like you said. Yeah, but I'm I'm
1: excited because I, I love the division. I nice. thought it was a great game. It's uh, one of the best co-op games.
0: All right. Uh, lightning round. Joe, did you play Inside? Uh, no, I did not. Did you play Limbo? Uh, briefly? Did you like Limbo? Eh, it wasn't my type of game. Would you play Inside if you got a physical collector's edition?
1: Um, it depends on what's in the collector's edition. It, got, it has to be something good.
0: What if it's in made in conjunction with a sex robot company? Would you then be interested? Now I'm very interested. Sweet, tell me about it. Tell me about how interested you are.
1: Uh, that's private. Okay, fair <laughs> enough.
0: But yeah, that's a thing that's happening apparently.
1: Yeah. Um. So, uh, the developer for the game uh, Inside, as uh, was it uh, Play Dead? Play Dead made Inside and Limbo. Uh, they. Partnered up with, uh, like, I Am 8-Bit. Do you know what I Am 8-Bit is? They is just make, like, video game stuff, yeah. like T-shirts and shit like yeah. that, and, like, kitschy things. Yep. So they teamed up with I Am 8-Bit, as well as Real Doll to make a collector edition for the uh, physical release collector edition for the game Inside.
0: That's cost $350. It costs $350.
1: And we they don't know, don't know, what's, know in what's in it.
0: But it may or may not be a sex doll. Maybe.
1: I mean, both Limbo and uh, uh, Inside, like, you play a kid. And...
0: I'm wondering if it's just one of those things where the real doll company is on the cutting edge of... Like, like making
1: lifelike-looking
0: Yeah, or they something... Things. something. That maybe they have a proprietary rubber or silicone thing that you need for a mold, or they've got some kind of patented electronic system or something that they want to replicate... For whatever thing they're going to include in this, like, I can't imagine they're actually going to put. like No.
1: Yeah. Obviously, there's not going to be a a sex doll in there, especially for $350, because I've looked, and they are a lot more expensive than that.
0: Yeah, your Amazon wish list is very unattainable for your friends at your birthday.
1: Yeah, I know. (laughs) I got to aim a little lower.
0: Uh, Yeah, right. Lower your standards, man. Um, but so yeah, so on the,
1: uh, on the website, they just listed, uh, that the $350 collection edition would come with a physical copy of the game, um, a steam code for the game. So you're getting two copies. That oh, it's uh, worth it now. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that's for inside. Also, you get a copy of limbo and quote other stuff,
0: other stuff. That's probably where the sex doll comes in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, like you said. I'm assuming it's just they have, they're like, okay, you can make really lifelike something or others. Yeah, we need that. We need that for this collector edition. Don't give us a sex doll. Just yeah. make like a really lifelike version of like the Limbo kid or something like that. That's
0: also a robot or something.
1: Like, yeah. It
0: blinks and its arms move or it talks or whatever. Maybe yeah, it's just something. Because that's like just that. like
1: a black silhouette with white eyes. Yeah. Or, well, that's Limbo. This is the inside collector edition. Yeah. I didn't really play inside, so I don't really know what that is.
0: But no, it'll probably be something like that. Yeah. Definitely not a sex stuff. But if it is, we'll definitely tell you about it.
1: Yeah. I wonder if they're like they got like a call and they're like, "We want you to make us a little kid." And they're like, "No, we don't do that." Yeah. It's just the FBI. <laughs>
0: yeah. No. Chris, Knock it off. It's Chris Hansen. <laughs> um, all right. Lightning Round. Joe, you like killing zombies, right?
1: Oh, uh, yes. It is quite fun.
0: How do you feel about motorcycles? I'm not a fan. No?
1: I'm scared to ride one.
0: Gotcha. How, where do you, how do you feel about Days Gone, the video game with motorcycles and zombies? Oh,
1: that game looks really good. I can't wait to play it this year.
0: Well, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer because it's delayed till 2019. Damn it. I'm not surprised by this at all. So, Sony had so many games on their docket for 2018, I knew one of them was going to slip, and I'm just glad it's that, not Spider-Man or something else that I really, really am excited for. Like, I'm excited to play this because Sony Ben makes good games, but uh, I don't know, man. I'm t- over zombies. So, um, I'm not even that bummed. Yeah, that I mean,
1: I'm over Zombies too. Uh, the only thing is that this one looks like it's also a really good game.
0: Yeah. And the open world of it is cool. Like, the open Things world like stuff,
1: I like the, like the way that it works, how it has the, um, what the fuck is that Brad Pitt movie? World War, War Z, Z type, like, swarmy zombies. Yeah. I thought that looked really cool. So, I was like, okay, this is another zombie game, but at least it's like a different way to play it that looks really interesting. So I was pretty like stoked for this game, and but I mean, you are right. I was fully expecting it to get delayed. Yeah, I didn't think it I would not think it shit. was coming out this year at all. No,
0: and and like I said, I'd much rather have Spider Man make it on the twenty eighteen schedule and not get delayed than I would this game. Like yeah. if I had to pick, because Spider Man still doesn't have a release date, which so it'll probably end up being in the late summer or fall. So, but yeah, yeah twenty nineteen. But I mean, make the game better, I guess. Yeah,
1: it was uh, just funny because uh, the website where I read about this first, um, it was uh, there was an article that was the like top ten zombie games coming out in twenty eighteen, and the picture of Days Gone was like right there. And then like half an hour later, article came up that said Days Gone delayed until twenty yep. nineteen. I was like, oh, poor timing on that article release. Sure was. Yeah.
0: All right, lightning round, Joe. Got some good news for you on the job front of one of our favorite. Video oh, you got characters. a job. I didn't. No. I know I'm one of your favorite video game characters, uh, but no. Uh, Mario got his old job back. He's oh, a plumber again. That's good. We talked about it. that He was no longer a plumber, but the powers that be who edit the Wikipedia page for Mario or the official Nintendo page, rather. Yeah,
1: it was the official Nintendo page.
0: Say that while he does other things, including doctoring, uh, power washing, hat throwing, wedding st- wedding yeah, crashing He went through
1: a whole series of different things on yeah. one of these episodes.
0: Um he's now officially a plumber again much to the delight of everybody who probably got really outraged that they said he wasn't anymore. You happy for him?
1: Uh yeah, uh, it just seems kind of weird like why bother at this point.
0: Yeah. It's like how uh it's like how Homer Simpson has had a million jobs but has always still been uh, a nuclear engineer. Uh, no, not an engineer. He's a safety inspector. Oh,
1: that's right. Well, he was an engineer before that. wasn't right? he got the job as the safety inspector. Oh, he's not smart enough to be an engineer. No, there was a whole episode about him getting the job as the safety inspector.
0: Yeah, he was never. Yeah, he got a job at the power plant, like straight up.
1: No, that came in like season seven when he became the safety engineer. No. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's always worked in the sector seven G. Yeah, but we'll argue about saf- this afterwards. not as the
1: safety engineer.
0: Yes. No, you're wrong. Anyway, Mario's a plumber. He's always been a plumber. He'll always be a plumber. He's well, our was favorite temporarily plumber. Temporarily not a plumber. I guess. Yeah, for that brief respite, it was he took a sabbatical. That's it. He took a sabbatical from being a plumber to be a wedding crasher slash globe traveler.
1: Yeah. So the yeah. So they ended up changing uh, the thing uh, before I said like he you know formerly a plumber Mario has like many jobs or something like that said uh, they updated his official profiles page so now it says uh, his occupation is a plumber uh, but he uh, his duties do not stop there uh, and even goes as far as a saying he loved Princess Peach loved Princess Peach
0: oh well I mean she did almost marry Bowser and then said no I won't marry you that's true so, oh, so he's
1: heartbroken now yeah
0: he's scorned oh now I'm really looking forward to that Mario revenge game where he's <laughs> out to where he kidnaps her and, and just,
1: Bowser has to save
0: her I'd, I'd play that game it would yeah, be a fun ball be a game.
1: Re- yeah. Well they did Turn the, heel. Uh, They did the um Super Princess Peach where Peach had to save Mario from Bowser.
0: Yeah. Well but now he's scorned and uh yeah. revenge. Revenge time.
1: No, it's just that uh, Bowser kidnaps her again and he just goes, Yeah, you know I'm what? what? I'm not wasting my time this time. I got a toilet got, to fix. <laughs> I got better things to do. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, that's going to do it then for the lightning round. Lightning round. Uh, And that's also going to do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Uh, This week, we will also have another episode of the Broken Clock's main event uh, for the final pay-per-view of the WWE calendar before WrestleMania. It's Fastlane, so we're going to have that. Up as well, so you can listen to that pre and post show uh, on those same channels. Remember, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, So go ahead and give us a like and a follow. Let us know what you were really excited about from that Nintendo Direct. uh, What you thought of the uh, the Trump Game Summit? Whether or not you think violent video games have an effect on you or people you know.
1: If they did, you'd be dead by now.
0: Ooh, scary. Uh, What do you think about Black Ops Four? What do you think about the logo? You excited for Division Two? Let us know at Broken Clock Pods on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam.
1: And my name is Joe.
0: Dazzler Blakeslee. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day. So thanks so much for listening.